Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the podcast that should have been canceled years ago, Super Caspers, where we're talking about a lot of theoretical nonsense for what the future of the series could contain. I'm Xantuck, otherwise known as Lister, and then we have Jono here wearing a Garfield shirt that's very poorly drawn. And then we have a guest on! It's the return of Suji Fuji, otherwise just known as Suji and not Mount Fuji or the Apple Fuji. <laughs> uh, there's, there's various variations, True. but we're just going to go with Suji and not Suji's. The, the Fuji part did uh, spawn from apples, though, so that's fair. I'll yeah. allow it. <laughs> I remember things. <laughs> They're also not from Fiji. Not True. Red Delicious, huh? Oh, God. <laughs> No, no, what? I'm not soggy and tasteless. Sorry, Red Delicious. Yo, I'm. We, <laughs> I'm we, not soggy and tasteless. Sorry. We knew a person who would swear that their favorite apple is Red Delicious, and we're Listen, just if like, you're boring, just do you say like, that. Do you like tasteless things? Because like, there's like, better apples out there. They also honestly, the not not to trash on uh, well, they like people who are here. All right, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Considering they dated you. Yeah. Oof. He knew it was coming. He set himself up. He knew what I would do. You guys. I was going to talk about the sugar cookies, but we'll go from that one, too. I'm, ta- I'm taking over the show today for, for Jono for, because of emotional scarring. You already spoke uh, as Jono. Really You've already ruined that, your bet. That, that him and Obi are okay. I don't. That dog look, did not look like a dog. What the fuck was that design? Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then, when oh, they did the live-action uh, movie, they yeah. had CGI Garfield, but regular dog for Odie. He's like, what are you doing? What the fuck? Oh, God. This is because weird. Is First of all, why did you make live-action Garfield? Uh, yeah. Second right. of all, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Also, they're owned by Nickelodeon now. Ooh. Well, Garfield is now a playable character in Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. There you go. Oh God. Yeah, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of odd, but it's a thing. So I'm hey, um, a of pie and not a lasagna. Anyway. What is your What is your favorite lasagna topping, Garfield? I like to eat all of the lasagna that John makes me. And they really had to think about that for a while there. Yeah, that's you know what? I think you need to be put to bed it's a permanently. <laughs> Maybe uh the the cheese. Get to bed now, cat. <laughs> Get to bed. I'll make it there eventually. This is why I hate Mondays. Well, it's a good thing this isn't a Monday, neither on the day of recording or the day of upload. Probably, unless we're late again. I mean, well, they said to call 911 in case I had an emergency. This isn't 911, I'm sir. not out of lasagna. You need to go <laughs> drunk your home. <laughs> Anyhow. I'll, I'll uh, see you guys later. Please don't. I'm going to Please take don't. a cat nap. Well, Please do. <laughs> Maybe you'll die in your sleep. As if I haven't been waiting for that since 1978 when the first Garfield comic book came out under the name John. Did you know that Garfield was originally we sold were almost as a John free. We were comic almost book? free. Also, 
what the fuck was the author thinking? They thought it was going to be going on this guy. Now, of course, the it we saw what happened when we got internet on our phones. People just started looking at cat videos all day. What? Of course, it's going to be about the cat. <laughs> to be fair, he didn't know about cat videos yet. But Jesus Christ, clearly he wasn't a time traveler. <laughs> Unlike the writers oh. for The Simpsons. Honestly. Fuck yeah. It. I appeared on The Simpsons a few times. I'm sorry. Well, for both you and them. Oh, thank God you're here. That's slightly better than what we just dealt with. (laughs) (laughs) Only slightly. You know, like Voldemort on the the back of um, Coral's head? I I kind of want to do that with Garfield. (laughs) I will quit this show, and you can find a new co-host. You can get baby Eric on the show. By the way, uh, I was talking with Jake the other day. About mm-hmm. Smash stuff, and he he mentioned your weird me fighter. And I said, like, oh, you mean baby Eric? baby Eric? He's like, that's what that is? Like, yes. He did not know that was supposed to be baby Eric. <laughs> Hi, Eric. What's up? I know you don't watch, even though you told me once you did. You make me cry sometimes. Anyways, uh, let's get to the thing we're actually talking about here today. Well... Technically, first we got to do uh, it's a it's a Smash Dash episode. Whoa, we're gonna be picking uh, some characters and putting them against each other. But before we can do that, it's right there chance with the game that we've been doing uh, this season. To sometimes it takes some time, sometimes it doesn't take a lot of time. Last episode we did one of these on, it took the half the episode. And I was very surprised by this. I don't expect that to happen again here today, but we'll see. So, uh, obviously, we have a guest on here today. Suji is here with us. And we picked five characters. And I say we, but it was really Jono that picked characters. Because we kind of alternate <laughs> each Smash Red Ash episode. Uh, who picks what character for the rate their chances. So, Jono picked five characters to discuss today. And to help out, I gave some advice on some series and characters that Suji would be able to speak about. But Suji doesn't know who we're no speaking idea. about scares me. I'll give you one hint. Mm-hmm. It's nothing from Yoshi's Story. Damn! It's not the best Yoshi <laughs> game. <laughs> Listen, certain, certain I will die on this hill. And you will die. <laughs> and then I will roll your lifeless corpse down into the river. Into Yoshi's Story, please. <laughs> no, it's actually got piranhas. Sorry. Actually, uh, I... <laughs> if there was... <laughs> Anywho, so, uh, rate of chances for a refresh on how this works. Uh, we're going to bring up a character here on the screen, and we will uh, go through talking about this character just relatively briefly, uh, one at a time, one by one, and then we will circle back around to everybody to get final thoughts and also what our rating is for that character. And then we will combine the rating together, uh, divide it out, and we will see what the average rating that we have all collectively decided this character's chances are to be added as a playable character in Smash Brothers. Uh, this is, it's meant to be kind of ambiguous. It's not strictly saying, like, it, it's, it's mostly be like, like, if they were added into, a, like, the next game, which sometimes makes the, dis- the conversation a little bit difficult when you have a game, when you have some games that have, like, hey, if we were to pick another character from ARMS, there's, like, 20. So that means each character kind of has wonky chances because it's really just a grab bag. But sometimes that's how that goes. And we might see that tonight a couple times. We'll see. 
But uh, our first character in the uh, Suji Fuji edition of our Rate Their Chances Spectacular is a character from a game that we were actually just discussing uh, before we started recording. Oh no. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Mm. A character from the Golden Deer House, even. Mm-hmm. But it might not be who you're hoping for, because it's not Claude. <laughs> Damn. Instead, <laughs> let's chat about Lysithia. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, there's an... Okay, well, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> me first, though. So Lysithia, uh, honestly, is one of my favorite characters from the game. It is my favorite character from the, from the Golden Deer House. Uh, she's entertaining. Uh, I'm a fan of her. But as far as her chances in Smash are concerned, uh, you know, the uh, I was thinking about this the other day, and originally I was thinking, no chance. Like, we got Violet representing three houses. If you're going to get another character, you would think it would be one of the three main lords. But then all their weapons were given to Violet's anyway, so who would it be after that then if the three of them were kind of out? Rhea, I guess? But I was thinking about it some yeah. more earlier today, and I'm actually, I'm actually thinking a little bit higher on her chances now. Because here's the thing with Lysithia. Mm-hmm. One, she's very popular. Uh, Fire, Emblem, Fire Emblem Heroes, which I've discussed other times on the show, is a mobile Fire Emblem crossover game where, you know, it's one of those gotcha ones where you summon heroes and you spend a currency to get them added to your collection. And every year, uh, in at the end of January, they hold an event called Choose Your Legends, where people can vote for one character mm-hmm. a day for seven days. The two men and the two women who get the most votes will get a special uh, Brave alt created for them that will release late summer that year. The two years ago, the Choose Your Legends event that Choose Your Legends four, uh, which was the first Choose Your Legends event that happened after Three Houses release, it was dominated by three houses: Dimitri and Claude, one for the men's side; Edelgard, one for the the women's side. But the second female character was Lysithia. So clearly, she has a lot of popularity, which <clears throat> helps you out when you're doing a game like Smash. If they're like, hey, we know this popular character's here, let's go with one of them. When you have a series like Fire Emblem or Arms, where they're just like, here is a whole-ass cast of characters, which one do we choose with? Popular characters sell money. So, you want to go for a popular mm-hmm. one? Lysithia's got that down. As far as what she could even bring, especially as far as new stuff... Well, she's a dark mage. Uh, she, ma- she specializes in dark mm-hmm. magic and is infamous for her one spell in particular, Dark Spikes Tea. And you might think, it's like, okay, but there's other dark mages in Fire Emblem. You're right. But here's the points in Lysithia's favor. One, most recent game so far. But two, she's not a villain. And most dark mages in Fire Emblem are villains or they get an introductory chapter and then are never seen again. Cough, cough. Tharya, cough, cough. I, I was actually going to say that Thar, yeah. Tharja, Thar, just by stuff of popularity, Tharja would, would kind of overrun yeah. her, I think. And if we were to get another character from Awakening, uh, her and Tiki are high up there on the list. But mm-hmm. that would be a fourth character from Awakening. And holy shit, we don't need a fourth Awakening character. But also, even more importantly, Awakening is no longer the fresh and new game. True. It's three game, four games old now. Correct. Because uh, the Valentia remake fates and three of the vault cannot answer it. So Tharia's chances are kind of sunk, as far as I'm concerned. But Jono, what do you think about Lysithia here? 
Right. Also concerning Tarya, we have to consider um, all the drama between Sero and Sakurai. And That's a good point. Removing the, the character from, from Smash because she wasn't developed for good little boys and girls, like, I guess. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Um, first, money? in well, Smash 4, we know this because of the ESRB leak, but in Smash 4, Tharya was going to have a trophy in the game. And trophies are just uh, 3D models of a character standing on a platform, and there's a little bit a little blurb about them. Uh, but Tharya's trophy never made it into the official release, presumably because the ratings boards, whether it was the SRB, whether it was Sarah or whoever else, wanted to up the rating. And they did not want to up Smash's rating to something like M. So they removed her trophy from the game. That said, we had uh, Pirate and Mithra got some censorship. Bayonetta, I, I don't know if Bayonetta got changed. But then other a few other things, um, like Mai, Shirok Nuai, didn't get to have an appearance on the King of Fighters stage, even though she arguably should have been, but because of censorship. And they didn't want to show too much leg. It's a background. The twentieth. Yeah, seriously. Um, and I remember Sakurai going like scorched earth on radio yeah. scores for it too. Like he wasn't. And they even like with Pyro Mithra, they they gave them long ass tights because apparently showing too much mm -hmm. leg raises a rating for the game. I don't I don't get it, but what the fuck ever. <laughs> Yeah, it's a strange world out there, I'll tell you. Um, other, I mean, but Lysithia as a character um, herself, I mean, you, you spoke to her strengths pretty thoroughly already, I think. Uh, popular character, Dark Magic. I don't think that we're going to necessarily get a lord who special, specializes in Dark Magic anytime soon. God, so that'd if you be so cool, though. Fit, it would be badass. If you want to fit that um, mold... Then you have a few obvious choices. Um, her being probably the likeliest, in my opinion, of those. Whether she's the likeliest Fire Emblem character out of the entire Cabal is another story, and I think we'll get to that when we talk about our percentages. But uh, yeah, there's, there's, I will say it's not likely. It's just also not the least likeliest thing to happen. She has better Fire chances Emblem. than to do. And isn't that a shame? Because he's such a strong man. Only in muscle strength. <laughs> yep. What about Aloise, too? It's too bad. I wonder if Gatekeeper would have higher chances than most of them. Let's not talk about Gatekeeper tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the day? Okay. Well. Alright, Suji. What are your thoughts on Lysithia? Like she's she's a character that I really like, and I know she has a lot of popularity pull. But uh, I actually didn't know the stuff about Tharja, so that's interesting because I was gonna say if they're gonna put any type of dark mage, which would be a really cool thing to add, um, then it would definitely be Tharja because by a landslide, she's way more popular. Like I can't stop seeing her no matter where I am. People don't even know who she is, but they they see her and they're like, oh yeah, I know that character. Like period, she's everywhere. Um, but because of the rating thing, then it would kind of be like, what's second most popular in that category? And that, I, that could easily go to Lysidia. So I think it would be something that would be really interesting. But the biggest thing with anything Fire Emblem is, one, they already have a good majority in. 
and two there is so many it's kind of like you're saying like the grab bag type thing like there's so many options that like no people aren't gonna be happy no matter what like period but uh i it's one of those things i don't think she would be very likely but i think having that dark mage aspect would also be really cool fire emblem as you mentioned has a lot of characters in smash already the thing that I think... I uh, See, I, I don't think the Fire Emblem Hate and Smash is actually because of Fire Emblem. The Fire Emblem Hate and Smash is because for the characters, all fight very nearly the same. Marth, Roy, who was a clone of Marth in Melee, got a little bit different in Smash 4. But then we had Lucina being another clone of Marth in Smash 4. And then Krom as a clone of Roy. It's like, seriously? Yeah. What the that's fuck? Just, like, I get Lucina and Krom are popular. Yeah, but we need. I some feel like Lucina was only added for popularity, honestly. Oh, she was. She was uh, like, nearly popularity, nothing more. Well, Lucina, the the truth behind why she was made playable is in Smash Four, Lucina, Doctor Mario, Alf, and Dark Pit were all just going to initially be alternate costumes of uh, Marth, Olimar, Pit, and Mario, uh, and that's all they were going to be. They were just going to be a different costume. But first of all, there was Dr. Mario and Sakurai kind of had the thought of like, well, it's kind of weird to make me an altered costume when he was previously playable separately at Melee. And they also had enough time where they could develop three characters quickly just to finish up the roster. But they only had time for clone-based characters, not like a full, completely different character. So they chose to split off the, some of those alternate costumes into their own character slots. So Dr. Mario, Dark Pit, and Lucina all become their own slots purely because of that. Alf, unfortunately, got screwed over. But that's disappointing. <laughs> and even in Ultimate, they still didn't split Alf out. It's like, what the fuck? Well, see, and that's that's part of the reason I think that I liked uh, Corrin so much because Corrin at least has yeah. something different to them. Mm -hmm. Like it, it. Yes, it's still Fire Emblem, and I absolutely love Fire Emblem. And to be fair, Smash is how I even found out what Fire Emblem was and started Same. playing it. I so, think that's I think that's the case fair. for ninety percent of the American Fire Emblem fan base. <laughs> Well, like, I kept play like, I actually loved playing Roy, whatever he became, yeah. more, like, an individual character. I loved playing Roy, and I did really well with him, and I was like, okay, I feel like I need to know who this bitch is from. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's this Japanese, like, tactician-type yep. game. Okay, cool. I was like, all right, fine, I'm good with puzzles, let's try it. And I fucking never went back, unfortunately, for me. So. <laughs> and Roy's <laughs> game there. still has not been localized. <laughs> oh, yeah, fucking. Ugh. We don't even, don't even start me on that. Yeah, but, but. <laughs> That, that's kind of like my point with Fireman, though. It's like, we have four sword characters that all fight very similarly mm -hmm. to each other. Then we have Robin, who uses uh, magic and sword, which is cool. Okay, I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. Then we have Corrin, who... A bit of a complicated relationship with me, personally, my thoughts on <laughs> Corrin. But I, I, I do love how unique that they are mm -hmm. in Smash. Uh, in Smash, less so in Ultimate, but in Smash 4, I liked playing as them a lot. They were one of my favorites to use. Ultimate, they're mm -hmm. still good. They're just not as... Some, some, they just feel slightly different to me. I don't know what it is. But then we also got Violet added in. And it's like, Violet took a little bit of bow, axe, and lance all mixed in one, which I was really rather just hoping we could have a lance move character or a axe character, not just here's a mismatch of everything. Uh, it kind of takes away from the special instead of adding to it. Right. So, like, I would have had something like Ephraim to be a Lance user, or Hector using an axe, mm -hmm. or Lindis using a bow. Uh, or you could have um, a full mage. Robin is 
magic and swords makes sense because he's a tactician. But somebody like Lysithia, uh, or Tharia, or uh, even a, a light mage user like Micaiah, or a more anima user like Lolina, any of them could be like, here's an archetype that we don't have representing Fire Emblem yet. Arguably, I would say uh, Laguz in general, any of the people that transform into animals. It, literally, literally any. <laughs> I'd like, be down for that as well. <laughs> Uh, I, I would love to have Randolph, a, a moveset Pop, Pop. like that. Yeah, Ranulf would be great. Um, mm-hmm. I, honestly, I think if they were going to have any animal-transforming character uh, from Fire Emblem into Smash, I feel like Ranulf is the pick. Uh, I, and then if I you're going, literally... if you're including Maniquettes, then obviously it's, Tiki just beats everybody out. Mm-hmm. But if you don't count oh. Maniquettes, you just count like the beast-like characters. Mm-hmm. Ranulf kicks everyone else's ass as the choice. I... He's the single most important one, and he's I popular. Would... I would say since since you have uh, like Corin too uh, to keep the medicatics up like out. I of mean, but, but I what would be Corin really cool? is a I centaur. Mean, that's I, I, <laughs> I mean you're not wrong, but I and still I I personally would say Yarn because I think that the and this gets into technicals I guess, but the voice lines would be so much cooler because Yarn is so timid, so everything would be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, it, the t- voice lines would be, I would play it just for the voice lines alone. Like, Yarn would be amazing. Note to self, uh, Yarn assist trophy. Yes, I love Yarn. I named a rat. I, I, I like him. Yarn and Pan. I love him. I, I prefer Pan over Yarn, personally. But I sure, like them both. I, They're fun characters. I like Yarn. He's a good boy. <laughs> but uh, as far as Lysithia herself is concerned, um, yes. I think the dark popularity and recency and being a non-villainous dark magic user, I think you're all great points in her book. The mm-hmm. problem, though, is, again, will Sakurai himself even say, hey, there's a little bit too much fire emblem? Very possible. Uh, the way that he kind of said things about Byleth seemed to imply that when when Nintendo told him, add Byleth, he was just like, <laughs> yeah. you want another fire emblem character? Okay, but you sure? And you that, that's that's yeah. Like Sakura likes Fire Emblem, but even he was just like, I think this might be a bit much. But mm-hmm. you're the boss. But mm-hmm. Cynthia, it's like I feel like if we are going to get another three houses uh, character, and if Violet doesn't get changed to not having the three lords' weapons, I feel like she has the next best chances of any three houses character. But. Maybe this is going to be a new Fire Emblem game by then. Or maybe they'll decide to represent another mm-hmm. popular game that doesn't have a character yet, like Sacred Stones. So it okay. makes it a little bit difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, like, I want to give her higher chances, but I think I'm going to just slot in. I'm going to go 20, which feels high. It feels yeah. high. Yeah. But sure, there mm-hmm. are a lot of Fire Emblem characters, but. There's only a small few that I think could be, or in the bucket of potential options that Sakurai would even draw from. And if mm-hmm. he's going to add another Fireman mm-hmm. character, I do think she has a strong chance. So I'm going to go 20. Sure. Um, yeah, this is one of those things where, where uh, we're looking ahead to a game that we don't know is uh, is not an active development as far as we know. And it's... Uh, if it is, then they need to not be. Aspect. Like, let yeah. Sakurai take Seriously. a vacation, fuckers. <laughs> Seriously, and it's and it's one of those things. Fire Emblem is a very popular franchise now, and it is something that sees, sees yeah. fairly fairly frequent releases. 
Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a, a remake on the Switch before all sudden done with the Switch, uh, just for starters. Whether that be Radiant Dawn, um, you know, the Radiant Saga, or the, there's been there have been rumors of of Tellius remakes, forth, of yeah. Jug Draw remakes, of what's the world called Elib for? Yep. Is that Roy's World, Elib? Whatever yeah. Roy's World is, yeah. there's been remakes for all three of those duos of games. Uh, like ha they they pretty much rotate in and out on which one is being rumored. Just give us one of them. Just you gave us you've given us three remakes so far. Yeah. Really, one and a half because America didn't get the remake for Mystery of the Emblem. But just give us the yeah. fucking games and give us a casual mode so that I can play them. Can mood? Yeah, and and it's a question because it's like if Roy's games get remade, then will uh, what's her name Liliana be the most likely mage? Will will Hector probably or, or Whoever, you know, come back from the woodwork or Fratellius, Micaiah, whatever, um, will they be the most likeliest thing after that? Or will a new lord come around in a new Fire Emblem game and totally upend everything? So there's so many different variables here. It's hard to say. 20 does feel high for her, but I understand your logic because we're looking at it from the lens of now, trying yeah. to predict the future. And because these other variables, a future Fire Emblem game, uh, of course, they're the most likeliest thing, and they're also boring to say, okay, yeah, of course, they're going to be the one. So, uh, eh, I'm still not sure about about it, so I'm going to lean, uh, I'll go a little lower. I was going to say 10, but I'll say 15 for you, after your, uh, your close. All right. Suji, final thoughts, percent, what you got for Lucidia? Uh, man, I, it, it... It, like I said, there's a lot of Fire Emblem characters already, and it, we, we were talking about, you know, if there'd be another uh, Fire Emblem game that would come out and stuff like that, and they've been putting them out pretty frequently, so I feel like there's a higher chance of, like, hell, we could have, like, tomorrow be like, hey, surprise! <laughs> like, this is coming out in, like, a month. Like, I, I, you know what? I would I would buy it, like, 110%, literally and figuratively. Like, I would buy into that. I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's It's right. been two and a half years since Three Houses. That's it, it's saying. time it's, for another game. Oh, my God, has it really been that long? Yeah, too? July 2019. Yeah, it, it's, it's just, like, it is the most current game, but it's not a current game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think with what they have, like, right now, I think there would be no point. I think it would be uh, more of waiting and like trying to stall out to see if a new one comes out so they can add like a main character or something from that or not really doing it at all at this point uh yeah. because of that i'm actually gonna give like uh i'm gonna say an eight percent actually percent oh yeah. right well let's see how that averages out and that will land lithia at 14.33 percent chances according to us of getting into the next smash brothers game which puts her at the bottom five so far. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> I mean, we've done, including her, she's now the 16th character we've done. So, bottom five's Fair. not terrible. Fair. She's, it's not bottom three. But uh, our next True. character uh, is actually from a game that we've had you on the talk about before. Ooh. Oh, no. Somebody from League of Legends. Now, which one of these... 372 characters that Jono choose to talk about today? Well, I didn't remember this character existing when he sent it to me. I was like, sure, what the fuck? It's Lux. <laughs> I... 
Alright. <laughs> That's not a, Now, when I did my research for League of Legends for that episode, Lux is not a character I recall encountering. Lux so. is... Lux has become the League of Legends poster child. Oh, She has an okay. illegal amount of skins. She has so many prestige. And yes, I'm bitter about it. Like, she has so much... Oh, I can't rant about it. But yes, she's become the poster child for League. So, yes. <laughs> Which is funny, because when I did my brief look into her before we started, it said she was the 62nd character added to that game. It's popularity uh, and how many skins she sells, how often she gets played, how fucking OP she is, etc. Okay. She's become the poster child uh, based off of that. Like, their original poster child was Ash, and then it turned to Teemo, and it's just it's just flat-out Lux now. Okay. Here but, I was thinking it was Misfortune. <laughs> no, I wish I would accept that more. Uh, but Lux on here, um, that, that actually is very helpful to know, though, because that helped me with my reading plot to know that she is more or less the uh, current face of the game. Uh, mm -hmm. But with Lux, we essentially have, uh, you know, a girl who does light magic, which is a fun little counter to having us just discuss Lysithia. Uh I looked into her abilities mm -hmm. a little bit, and I feel like if she was added, like, you could choose her just because she'd have some unique shit that she could do. Like, apparently she has an ability, Illumination, mm -hmm. that uh, marks an opponent, and then later on, uh, I think when she hits them with another attack, if I've ever seen this correctly, she'll mm -hmm. do bonus damage, and was like, that could be a fun stat spec to have in Smash. Sakurai yep. likes uh, adding characters with unique, unique gimmicks that you can play on, just make them stand out more, especially when they're a third-party character. And I think that's something that he would instantly latch out to. He's like, I can do fun shit with that. Uh, even just um, even creating like spheres of light or areas that like uh, restrict people's movements. I, if I'm understanding things correctly, if they enter the field, like. There, there's some cool stuff that they can do with her. Uh, the the problem with League of Legends is that there's a lot of characters, a lot, a mm -hmm. lot. And if you look and at they, it that they way, put out like it's five or six more every year. Yeah, and it's been going. And she she was the second second sixty second character out of the game in 2010. Mm -hmm. Good God, how many are in it now? I don't even want to fucking know. Almost four hundred. I kind of, kind of want to know, honestly. But uh, it's 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 insanity. But if we were getting a character from this game, they're definitely going to go with um, a popular character. Even when it came to adding Min Min from ARMS, Sakura was trying to debate between Ninjara or Min Min, and he straight up went to the producer of the game and was like, hey, who do you think I should add? And they said, add Min Min. Uh, at first, he was just like, not Spring Man, though? And we're just like, because I mean, he's the main character. Like, ARMS doesn't really no, have a main character. Spring Man is an incel. Yeah. I don't think that was the reason, but okay. Uh, but with Springman, there's like there's not really a main character to the arms. I'm like, okay, that's fair. Uh, League of Legends, from my understanding, and to be fair, I have a minimal understanding, doesn't have a main character either. So going with a character who is super popular and is the face of the game and sells more alt money than anybody else makes a lot of sense to me. But then there's the question of, are they going to add a League of Legends character? Donna. Yeah, sure. There's a, uh, I think there's there's a precedent for it, right? We're we're looking into uh, genre representation in Smash. Every game adds in a little something more, to where now we're dealing with very few major genres that we have yet to have represented in the game. Uh, 
MOBAs are probably like the largest one or or MMORPGs. Um, and they could both kind of fall under that same, you know, massive online umbrella. Um, so there, there's some way that they can go with League. Yeah. <laughs> they can go with League. They can go with uh, World of Warcraft or MMOs. I, I don't think they go with anything Activision right now. No, no. <laughs> oh, Microsoft's a good friend of them, aren't they? But uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, interesting times with, with that. Um, to to the point saying, I I do think that um, League has a has a likelihood. Um, I I sure hope that out of the trendy online games, we'd get something meteor like League over like, hey guys, it's Jonesy in Smash, which unfortunately is probably likelier than we want to admit. Uh, so uh, to to your other points, um, yeah, I mean the the pol- League politics aside, um. You know, where where love, love and hate abound with Lux, but um, the uh, white magic based characters against something else that we don't really have represented well in Smash. Uh, you have Zelda, who's billed kind of as a as a light mage, but really is more of more of an anima type mage. Uh, so there there's the precedent there. Um, so, but again, anything I think she's about as likely as any. Of the other more popular league characters, uh, you know, you, you could have gone uh, Ash or, or Jinx or whoever in the spot. Uh, just went with Lux because cursory search on Google. Oh yeah, she's the most popular now. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, I'm yeah. actually surprised that so, Suji didn't that Jinx as far was as, the yeah. face now. Uh, Jinx's popularity is very, very strong, but Lux is still a, the poster child. Uh, Riot babies her a lot. She's, like, prestige skins are the most um, expensive you can get, because they generally change voice lines, the way voices sound, they change the entire skin, like, it's more expensive because it has a lot. And she has, like, it's very rare for a champ- champion to even have one, and she has three now, I think? So they, they're, she's babied by them is the biggest thing. Jinx is like, yeah, here's this cool thing. We put her in a show. Enjoy. But also Lux. Like, th- Lux. Like, shoving them at people. Lux, though. Lux. <laughs> I I kind of, like... Again, I don't know League. But I just looking at the character picture that I have here, I don't know why she's the most popular character. Is mm-hmm. it just because Pretty Girl? Right. Is that it? Uh she's she's very op in game as well mm-hmm. uh her final ability is a uh cross map ability meaning it clears the entire map in the direction that she chooses and it's literally just a beam of light that does massive damage uh she can shield herself and allies in the same movement she has damage over time stuff she's like it, literally you build uh ap on her and she gets really ridiculous very quickly it, she's very easy to be overpowered no matter how long you've played the game with her so she's easy to pick up she's easy to keep you could do more complicated stuff or you could do more simple stuff and still have a good time with her like she is genuinely fun to play i do play her i just get really sick of seeing a new skin for her every other month personally Fair enough. When are we going to get the Harley Quinn yeah. skin for Jinx? Uh, you know what? I would fucking love that. I mean, like, we're all waiting I for mean, it's point. obvious that, that was the inspiration for the character, right? <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. 
What about Urgot? I wonder what his chances would be in Smash. Who? I feel like Urgot would be very low because Urgot is not very he's not very well played. He's not super popular. He's more of a joke character by a lot of people. And then occasionally you'll find somebody in the game, like is somebody who's playing him who's just like, oh, they're like, oh, whatever, they got stuck with him or something, and they just Rex house and you're like, Jesus Christ, it's the rare Urgot main. <laughs> <laughs> Like he he's good, but you have to know how to play him, and he's not he's not very popular at all. Ergot is basically uh have you have you seen uh Wild Wild West the Will Smith movie years ago? Okay, you know you know the villain dude on the on the like spider legs. That's basically Ergot. That's basically Ergot, but make him like like a like half of fat Frankenstein and put him on on crab legs. I, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I, I'm not even fucking kidding. His his whole lore is that he's wild, basically a wild west. <laughs> like his whole oh lore is basically God. he's like he's a he's a, a a fighter. He's a warrior that was so good they literally would not let him die. Like they kept resurrecting him in various ridiculous ways. He was not allowed to die because he was like a great fighter. Uh, Scion's like that too. Scion and Urgot have a lot of stuff <laughs> that are alike with them. Interesting. It's yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah. But uh Oh yeah, they both look pretty unfortunate. Uh, very much so, yeah. Sion got a recent <laughs> uh update though, so he's a little more popular oh, at the moment. Ergot needs it. Nice. Okay. But uh <laughs> on 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 Lux at least, I I okay. As much as I hate seeing her skins and shit around all the time. I actually think this is a great pick, because uh, League of Legends is insanely popular now more than ever, because they just put out Arcane, which it doesn't matter if you've seen or played League at all. Arcane is fucking amazing. If you haven't seen yeah. it, go see it. It is so fucking good. And they put so much care into it. Like Every time you watch it, you find new shit. It's really good. Uh, they have Valorant, which is really popular with streamers at the moment. They have the card game. They have TFT, which is a turn-based mode, which I am awful at, but I love it. And then, of course, they have the classic game. They still have three different modes of that. Plus, like, there's always some new game mode that they're putting out. Like, they've put out, like, everything, and they're still making more shit. Like, they're going into, like, every genre with stuff. They're making cinematics, they're making shows, they're making shooters, they're making card games, they're making, you know, so that, that popularity factor. Yes, it, it is not, yeah, it, that's exactly it. And like, it, you know, it, because of that, and it's like everything they've done too, they've had wild success in. Like, all of it has gone really well. The card game is probably most lukewarm, but like, it's still popular. So it, it's, it's, it's a good pick because of the game genre. And uh, also because Lux poster child, so it, it would probably be pretty high up there, if not the pick. To me, if they did do anybody from League of Legends, the ones they would probably look at would be Ash, Timo, or um, Lux. Not and Ari. Timo. Uh, I don't personally think they would do Ari. They might. Ari's one of those popular with the community, but I don't. I don't. I don't see her as much as the other ones. Like as far as, like, being poster child material type thing. Hmm. Like, they baby her a bit, but they just kind of give her kind of lukewarm skins here and there, like, standard stuff. They don't baby her as much as they did the others. Um, Ash was their, like, original poster child, but she is Frost Arrows, so I feel like that could be interesting, but it also could be really bland. 
Um, chemo might be a little more difficult. It would be interesting, but it might be a little bit more difficult. But I think Lux would be the easiest to translate, just because that 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 her abilities can transfer very very easily. It, it, as far as like Final Smash versus you know her ultimate and everything like that and she also has like that go saying earlier that shield which would be really interesting um and that damage over time would be really cool too and she could also have a lot of really cool lines because her her whole lore is that she's a mage in an area that uh basically kills slash enslaves mages so she hides what she is type thing mm -hmm. so she has a lot of like Oh, I'm the goody goody two shoes, and then like the second she's free, she's like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Like actually being able to use her abilities. So I think she would have some really cool voice lines with that too. Being able to interact with different people and stuff like that, I think it would be really cool. So I I actually really like this pick. All right, maybe we can get Tom Kent as their the assist trophy for the game then. Oh god, <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna fit the rating. <laughs> He's just a giant frog, man. You know, he yeah, just... he's just a giant frog that attacks people with his tongue and eats people. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh huh. Like Yoshi. Also, he's like not a frog. He's a Yoshi. Yeah. I mean, yes, but he's uh, he's a little more of a. Also, Kirby <laughs> swallows people. That's true, but both of those are in a cutesy kids way. Tom uh... Kinch is not. Tom Kinch is literally his lore is he's literally like the monster under the bed. He he is that horror story that's not supposed to be real. Oh, it's so... me. <laughs> I mean, also true. All right. So, uh, final thoughts on Lux here. Um, so the note about her being the popular face character that they love having money for uh, definitely raises my opinion on her chances. Uh, her light abilities bring her unique uh, strengths that she would have in spats that other characters don't. Uh, one thing I want to note is that on the subject of uh, like who they would pick, uh, it's generally speaking like the company, well, they, they have insight. It's never just like the company going to Sakura and be like, hey, we want you to put Lux in. It's Sakura going to them and is like, hey, I want to add in Lux. So it's it's typical character like he would pick. And they have influence. Like They may say, like, well, why not do this person instead? Uh, especially when, if he, like, might be between a few characters and he's just trying to negotiate for, or he's just like, hey, I want a character in your game, and they're just like, well, we want to promote this one, so it's them or nothing. Uh, so it kind of depends on, like, how those negotiations will go, but typically, it's, it typically it starts with Sakurai wanting something and then him going to negotiate for it. Uh, but if he, but if she is the face of it, it would kind of make sense that he might go for it because she is popular as well and has those unique traits to her. That said... I don't think we're getting a League of Legends character in Smash. Uh, I'm not against it if it happens. Uh, one thing that Jonna brought up was uh, different genres getting them represented in Smash, and there's nothing MOBA or massive multiplayer online related. But I feel like if Sakura gave a flying fuck about representing genres in Smash and giving them their due, we would have had a, a shooter character added in the Ultimate. We would have gotten Master Chief, or we would have gotten Doom Guy, or somebody else of that ilk. And you know who we didn't get? Any of that. So if he's not going to put in FPS character to represent the genre, he's not going to put in a MOBA character to represent the genre. We could still get one, but it's not going to be just to represent MOBA. So with that said, my I'm giving Lux six. Six percent. If I thought there's a strong chance of getting a League character... Uh, in general, then I would raise that, but 
I don't think we're getting a lead character, regardless of who it is. John. Sure. Uh, there are League's greatest adversary tier is not another character from another franchise. It's essentially League itself. Uh, there, there would be need to be a few hoops to jump through. I think that would happen. I think League would need more of a presence on a Nintendo console um, to really bolster its chances, which is not an impossible. I think that there's there may be a spinoff or two on the Switch. I'm not sure. Is I there? Like I thought I thought League was all game. PC because they have their own launcher for everything. Card game was on there or something. But um, regardless, I mean the the presence in the in the community is is, is strong. Um, it's it's one of the most talked about online games I think probably ever. Uh, so it, it's essentially, do you want to go down that route? And it's uh, again dicey territory. Uh, previous un- unexplored, so it's hard to say. Um, oh shit! They have an uh, RPG that released last year on multi platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. Right. There you go. So, uh, and with that being said, I, I mean, since there's the precedent, since they have had that loose collaboration with, with Nintendo placing that spinoff title on their system, there's at least yeah. that there. Um, kind of like how Joker, I mean, he came in with Personal Q2 being his one appearance. I mean, um, Cloud came in prior. with Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So there's loopholes that they can make if they want to make them. So the question is, do they want to make it? It's hard to say. Cloud and um, Joker were at least, you know, popular Japanese characters. Be- coming from a from a Western company might might still stent it a little bit. Um, hmm. And it's hard to say if Lux, um, you know, being as popular as she is, will she maintain that popularity into Smash 6, or will someone else ultimately surmount her stuck? I, uh, I was thinking a lot higher than you at first, but you, but you bring up good points. I'm still going to kind of stem away from from six percent. I I will go fourteen points higher. Uh, just go say twenty percent. It's a it's a wild card. All right. Uh, just one quick thing I want to mention. Uh, the game that I found that is uh, multi-platform, apparently it takes place in Bilgewater, and it, the playable characters that it has are Pike, Brom, Misfortune, Ilawi? Ilawi? Ilawi. Thank you. Uh, Ari and Yasuo. Ari and Yasuo is random. They're from Ionios. Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> I don't know. They're finding the source of the Black uh, Mist, whatever that is. They uh, went to the this- Shadow Isles. Yes, absolutely. That's my baby right there. <laughs> I think it's a series of islands. I don't think they can be yep. a baby, but okay. They are to me. Don't That's argue me. weird. <laughs> they say don't kink shame, but I'm breaking that rule. <laughs> Anyways. Right, well, I, I'm... I was going to do quite a bit, like, astronomically higher than you all, but you do have some good points of the fact that it's there's not a whole lot of correlation at the moment. However, uh, one thing, and this is coming from, I guess, uh, uh, not quite outside knowledge, but I guess greater knowledge on League stuff, 
Um, Lux is also extremely popular in China as well, and she's also pretty well censored. Uh, so I think that they wouldn't have to fight a whole lot. So what needs to be I, censored about this design? Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's nothing... There's a lot of League characters that would have to be like, fight censorship stuff. I'm saying League, or er, uh, Lux specifically, doesn't need to fight that. Her personality doesn't need to fight that. Her looks do don't need to fight that. She's popular, like, worldwide. She's the poster child. League is at their very, like, Riot Games is at their very peak right now. So I feel like it would be something that would be very smart for both ends to do still. Um, so I am going to lower what I was originally going to say, but having that extra knowledge, I'm going to keep it at 85% actually. <laughs> wow. Yes. Okay. No, I, I think League would be something that would be really, really honestly a smart thing to put in, like I said, for both, for both sides personally. So just just so I understand correctly, you're saying that you think that there is an eighty five percent chance that Lux will be in the next Smash Brothers game as a playable character. Pajama Guardian Lux specifically. Yes. Uh, I can see that too. Checking out yes. the costumes. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is interesting. Uh, Lux <laughs> is uh, combined rating. Well, drop her down significantly from eighty five, but raise her up significantly from. <laughs> Six. Uh, she will <laughs> round out to a 37% chance. Okay. There Which puts her in between Shantae yeah. and Lara Croft. Alright. <laughs> well, our next character we're going to talk about is one that I don't think you're going to give an 85% chance to. Uh, I certainly will not be. Uh, it's the Trapper <laughs> from Dead by Daylight. Again, Jono picked the characters yeah. for this episode. <laughs> it wasn't me. Consider a few things. Um, we cannot say 0%. We yes. Say <laughs> uh, I forgot to mention that. Uh, yes, you cannot say 0 because technically anything has a chance. We cannot say 100 because technically anything can happen. Right. So, so um, And we also are not doing and, uh, halves. Yeah. It's whole numbers. Say, say. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, imagine. Um, I'll do like 50.2346. I would kill um, you. <laughs> None of that near replicant <laughs> shit. <laughs> near replicant version <laughs> 1. Two, two, four fucking why did you name your game this? God. <laughs> Anyways, The Trapper. So, I play Dead by Daylight a lot. Suji plays it a lot. We both play it more than we should because the game is bad. Cure it. Don't play the game. People, really please don't. don't. Don't play the game. Um... <laughs> God. It's like League of Legends. Back back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, the Trapper, this this is a game about murder and torture and uh -huh. catching people, then putting them on gigantic meat hooks for them to suffer as you <laughs> are sacrificed to them to a giant spider god of the sky. Who has kidnapped you and basically left you in limbo. Yeah, but you know what you know what it has over League of Legends? It's actually on the Switch! Uh, touche, touche. <laughs> Uh, Trapper, uh, kind of like Lux, Trapper is the face character, the face killer, rather, for Dead by Daylight. The game, uh, it, you know, the survivors are all borderline skins of each other. Uh, a couple of them, uh, Dwight, I would say, is the main survivor that people would recognize, if not him, Claudette. But the Trapper is very much the face of the game. He's the character that you see in the opening cutscene, uh, doing the murdering. 
He's uh, one of the first three characters that was out of I think he was the first one uh, that was in the beta. I think the game started out with just him in the beta. Yeah, I think I know it was their first original. Yeah. I think he was like the first killer, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the main release later on did get Wraith and um, Hillbilly, but it started out with just Trapper. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's, he's pretty simple. He's got a gigantic meat cleaver that he hits you with. He'll place bear traps on the ground. And if you step in them, your leg gets caught and... You better hope you can escape from the trap. He is by far the simplest killer in the game. Eh, arguably. Arguably. Legion is also very simple. And to True. be fair, so is Wraith and Hillbilly. But for the most part, killers that released uh, after the game after the game did, the DLC killers, are getting more and more complex with each killer. But Trapper is very simplistic. Uh, back in Season 1... Of Select Star Gaming, uh, the fun, not Select Star Gaming. Goddamn, I did it again. Super Cast Brothers, uh, wrong show. Uh, the the final Smash LP episode we did, John and I both did a theme of we each did a separate character of picking the character that technically theoretically has a chance to be in Smash, but for whatever reason will not be in our opinion. And I did a move set for the Trapper. I made a whole thing for him where he would use his bear traps, he would be able to use Noed. Uh, he had a couple of things. I don't remember exactly what I did for him. But I, I made a moveset for him, and I proved that you can. But here's the problem with the Trapper and with Dead by Daylight in general. It's an M-rated game about murder. Straight-up, gruesome, horrifying mm-hmm. murder. Nintendo ain't gonna fuck with that. Maybe! <laughs> Maybe. There's theoretically a chance. But Nintendo ain't gonna fuck with that. Jono. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I chose the trapper because of uh, for for a dead dead by daylight. If you lobbed it past as a potential option, because it would be funny, uh, and also <laughs> because it does have that super cast for this precedent where where we talked about it at length for that Smash Kelpie episode a little while ago. Um, not a whole lot more I can offer than that. I, I think the the content of the game, the 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 existence of Dead by Daylight. Period. There was a time when. 20 years ago, Nintendo wouldn't even allow this damn thing on their console. Yep. Um, Mortal Kombat had the sense of the blood. Other, which is ridiculous and fucking absurd, and thank God we're past all that. Um, but to say they still have some some blocks up, I'm sure, for what they would bring into their world and, and their IP. Um, it would be hilarious. It would, it would be strange and cool. Um, as your moveset on Smashtopia wiki uh, would 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 ex- what's what's the right word be an, be, an, be an example of ex- essentially uh, don't have much else to say beyond that though all right Suji. yeah I, I I mean most of the points I I feel like were already made it, it, the biggest thing here is like anything that I can think of to honestly put in with him, is gonna be borderline with the rating like literally anything because his whole point is everything he does is gruesome and violent that's that's the, literally the whole point of the character if you alter it or be out, like past that it's not trapper anymore it's just this whatever other character that happens to share the name and the company that they put in instead it, it's not trapper anymore and so yeah it just for the fact of to make it 
match the rating, you would have to strip the character completely down to nothing. Yeah, I, I see that as, like, highly, 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 highly unlikely. Maybe so, could strip Trapper down to nothing. Let's not do that. It's like, uh, it's <laughs> the like, internet already has. It's like, oh. the thing is, <laughs> the thing is that they actually could make Trapper work if they wanted to. Because, you know, your Smash Combat, like, with your normal moves, your specials, whatnot, he's not going to be, like, ripping people's heads off or just driving sleepers to people's hearts for his attacks. That wouldn't be... That wouldn't be how he'd work regardless. Even if they made a Dead by Daylight fighting game, you're not going to have a move where they just completely slash open your neck because you can't really do that in a fighting game. But the final smash does need to be something brutal to represent him in the game. It's either going to be placing them on the hook and watching them die... Or it's going to be his Mori, where he just instantly kills somebody. Uh, with my rendition I worked on him for, I did the final smash where it's just the straight-up murder. He just Moris them. Uh, I was going to say a, but, hook, a hook spawn, a hook, and then have Entity come and like grab them type thing. So I, I went with the Mori because I made the hook be his, up, his recovery up special. A hook appears Ooh. and it carries him up into the air. <laughs> That's funny. I like. That. Yeah, it, it, like imagine like you know you're on when you're on like the bus or subway or whatever. You're just like holding on the rope as you're looking on your phone. Yeah, that's how mm. he's holding the hook. <laughs> it's pretty much that. It just lifts him up in the air a little bit. It's not a very great recovery, but it was a recovery. But that's that funny. said, uh, as has been mentioned, the game is just too violent. Uh, I don't see Sekiro ever going to it by daylight to get a character. First of all, again, the game's not good. Okay. Yeah, like, do I play it? And can it be fun to play? Yes. But the game is a buggy mess, and the developers are shits about it. Uh, they famously, a they had a Q&A recently uh, where they, as always, said very little. And pretty much their most responsible was like, we can't really talk about it this time. And But then other things they were they were making comments about, um, people being able to win the game in certain conditions. And... A developer, you know, has some memes made about him, and he got upset, and they removed some exclusive Twitch cosmetics from that uh, from the person who made the memes. Like, really? You're gonna be that yeah. petty about petty. this? It's like, mm -hmm. okay. It's like, I, I, so I just don't see it happening. If Sakurai was gonna get a character from this game, if he wanted to, it would absolutely be the Trapper. It just makes the most sense to go with that character. But that said, mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with a one percent. Mm-hmm. Jonna. Yeah. At this point, I have said that um, we can't go zero percent. So, yeah, I um, hmm, I wonder. Uh, maybe a ninety-nine would do. And that's giving me a one percent. I mean, okay. <laughs> come right. on, come on. Sushi. Your seven swords. Holy cow. Yeah, I, I, it's, and this is also coming from somebody who's extremely, like, in love with anything, like, creepy and, like, horror-based and that type of thing, like, stuff that makes your skin crawl. I would be great. Right here. I, <laughs> well, I mean, why do you think I still talk to him all the time? Like, Jesus. But, uh. <laughs> I need to go take a shower. But yeah, I, I, I feel like I feel like it would be enough that like I personally would be upset just because there would be so much editing done and it would kind of make him into more of a joke than the poor guy already is. So yeah, one percent. At least he's not the clown. Hey. 
Well, uh, I that, think... What does that average out to? Uh, well, that averages out to 1%, which is the lowest rating we've ever had for a character. Holy shit, we've done it, guys. Uh, I feel like that's part of the reason Jono picked this character, because he knew that was going to happen. Uh, <laughs> but, hey, you know what? We got it out of the way. We'll never have one lower than that. So, uh, this next character is going to be Wilson from Don't Starve. Okay, I was like, I know a lot of Wilsons. Hold on. Okay. Yes, not not the old man from Home Improvement. Not the volleyball? Not the volleyball. Well, uh, not... What's the other one? There's something else. Anyways, I don't remember it. So, Wilson... I don't know Dark's Don't Starve 2. Well, I played Don't Starve together when Suji was like, hey, play this fucking game. I was like, fine, whatever. And hey. it's a it's a survival game. Mm -hmm. And creepy shit's happening. And some of the things that you can do involve making a campfire to try to decrease sanity. Or wearing a flower headband thing. I forget what it's called. And it can try and save your life. But don't get near the spiders. Oh. Don't let those creepy shadow hands touch you. Or you're going to go insane. I was... I did not the general play the game thing with Don't Starve is literally everything is trying to kill you. Yes. Like, it could come off across as innocent first, but literally the trees will try to kill you. If you chop down too many without replanting them, the forest goes, hey, bud, fuck you. And you have every tree where you run past is suddenly. Honestly, enemy. though, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I hated it when it first happened because I wasn't expecting it, but I literally had to trash that whole file because it was just fun. I mean, that, that's <laughs> like when I, when I played RuneScape for a while, it's like. I just chopped down the trees a lot. I was like, fuck that up, dude's getting some wood, then I'm going to sell it. And then, wait, why am I being attacked? Oh, oh yeah. my god! You chopped down <laughs> too many trees, and this is a random event that says, hey, you're going to get fucked up now. It's like, okay. Same thing if you mine too much. All of a sudden, there's a goal about to smash your asshole open. It's like, no, sir, please, not again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, don't starve um, in Wilson. Um... I don't know that this game would be on Nintendo's radar or Sakurai's, but it would be, you know, if they're looking for genres, here's a genre that they haven't hit. So, well, Minecraft technically kind of hit it. But the original Don't Starve actually has a plot to it, whereas Don't mm -hmm. Starve Together mm -hmm. doesn't. And I think that's it's really stupid. Yeah, I really it's wish a it's a sandbox, yeah. It's I, I just really meant to play with friends endlessly. Yeah, but I wish they had actually put multiplayer into the main game so you could actually mm -hmm. do that. That would have been more yeah, interesting to me. I like I would have, I would have been more interested in playing it if they had done that. I, I agree, but it's it's more of the plot line with uh, the main game is meant to be something of you go it alone. Like it, it adds to the theming and the theatrics of it, and and your own personal feelings. If you're playing it through with a friend, it wouldn't hit the same, pretty much. I mean, you could be alone together. I mean, that's why there's you survive together. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but um, I do think if they if they were to add him, there is some interesting things that they can do with him. Uh, I think being able to like, place like a campfire trap that would be fun. Uh, either either have the campfire be like you can sit around it and maybe you can get healed when you're next to it, or um, you place down it and other people run through it. Well, they just got damaged because they ran through fucking fire like an idiot. But I'll try to think of like what could be a cool little gimmick for Wilson to have. So I went looking into him earlier, and each character in Don't Start has their own unique trait to them. Wilson can grow a beard. This is his trait. That's, that's it's, that's it's growing a beard. Yeah. <laughs> now, you, now there's two there, there's two things that you can do with this. You can either do uh, one idea is to have some alternate costumes where he has a big old bushy beard, 
which would be fuck, pretty fucking funny. Uh, or, here's the idea I have for Wilson. Go go the Wario method, where he has a, a fart that's constantly being charged up, kind of like how Rob always has that laser that's being charged up. Well, Wilson, as the fight is going on, is constantly growing out that beard. And then now in, um, in Don't Starve, when you eventually trim the beard, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Suji, but you get health, don't you? Uh, you get something. I, you get the fibers from, from his, his beard to, for crafting. Which <laughs> I thought did... I don't remember what Oh, yeah, no, no, okay, yeah. Uh, here it says, like, the beard can be shaved for beard hair, allowing the player to easily begin meat effigy and restoring tin sanity. That's what it is. Oh, that's sanity, what I was thinking. Yes. So yeah, my sanity. thought was that is that, okay, so as the match is going on, he's growing his beard, but then uh, you can choose with one of your special buttons to shave off your beard and regain some of your health. And the, it, you get so much back based on how much of your beard you grew. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty different. That would be. Mm-hmm. That is, That'd be fun. Didn't, I didn't think it was really fun. Yeah, it would. It would. That said, and then what? Otherwise, he's kind of a crafting character. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of fucking crafting. Some survival stuff. Uh, I know some of his official art. I don't know if it's official or if it's just fan art, but he wields an axe. I don't know if like. I don't remember how many different he, weapons are in the game, but I know he probably Everybody can wield the same weapons. The only one that's different is, uh, I can't remember her name, but there's a girl that comes with a lighter, and there's a uh, lumberjack that comes with a special axe. Right. Yeah. But so, but sometimes characters in these games, like, they're more, like, art-wise, they tend to be associated with certain things more than others. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. Jono, what do you think about Wilson? I think he's a pretty nice guy with a pretty <laughs> nice beard. <laughs> it might be that you are Wilson before us right this very moment. <laughs> I mean, his hair go up, my hair go up. Yeah. That said, I don't Thank pour God. experimental potions on a chicken's throat. So. Okay, okay, okay. Could that be incorporated into the Musa? Theoretically, I don't know what he's doing with that chicken. Chicken bombs. What? <laughs> chicken bombs. Pour Are potions you... in the pour potions in the chicken. Throw the chicken. The chicken hits something and explodes and has an effect. Chicken bombs. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> no, no, don't be sorry. That's brilliant. I love this. It takes a minute to charge, and the charge animation is literally like pouring the potion. Now, now here's what I have to ask. Is this real, or are you making bullshit? Oh, I know. I'm making it up. Fuck. (laughs) Because, like, his official artwork is him pouring a potion down a chicken's throat. So I'm just like, what the fuck's happening here? So so the base thing with Wilson is he's he's the the main character, like, for the game. Like, he's he's the poster child type thing. Like, there's other characters you can play, but he's the main one that, that, you know... But uh, he's a, I don't remember if he's an inventor or a scientist. He's a scientist. Yeah. So that's that's his whole thing is discovering things and experimenting and things like that. So that's, I think that's just in the image. <laughs> I am, at least as far as I'm aware, that hasn't actually happened. It's just, it's just in the, the, the um, not copyrighted image, official in the concept image. There we go. Well, now I'm incredibly disappointed. <laughs> I mean, I, I was because you like... were giving me ideas. <laughs> I 
I mean, the, the concept art with that is pretty infamous, so, I mean... Mm. It you could get translated. Flute, apparently. I mean, that's a plus, isn't it? Yeah, Anyone yeah. that plays a pan flute is okay by me. Sure, see? <laughs> and also, never trust a man in a tunic. <laughs> Considering it's a scientist, though, I think they would lean harder on um, him making sciencey things instead of going, like, in, down, like, the more magic-y route. True. It would make more sense for him. True. Well, when you frame it in, in the idea of, of crafting sciencey stuff, that, that definitely makes the character more interesting than just, here is an axe, here is a pick, here is a torch, which, mm -hmm. again, is, is kind of already Minecraft territory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Right. Okay. So, Suji, what do you think about Wilson here? So, I actually see more potential here, just because I, I, I really love Don't Starve. But uh, there's, like, the potential of switching between weapons, if you wanted to do along those lines, to where it's, like, the, the pickaxe, the shovel, you know, the standard weapons that you use, like, first thing in the game. Um, I think something that would, like, my, I'm getting, like, general ideas, but I think something else would be kind of cool is, like, periodically if, like, petals or something appeared on the stage and if he collected them, like, he gains a little bit of health back after X amount of them or something like that because the flower crowns. So mm -hmm. in, in game, if you uh, get a certain amount, you collect, uh, and you make a flower crown, you get constant sanity back, which sanity is... It, it it will always kill you first. If you've never played Don't Starve, it will always kill you first because yeah. you underestimate it. it. It everything takes down your sanity. <laughs> so um, that's usually whenever I play. The first thing I do is grab rock sticks and flowers because I will always keep a flower crown on. Just one bad thing happens and your sanity tanks. When your sanity gets low enough, uh, shadow beasts attack you. Like the shadows literally turn into creatures that turn yep. physical and kill you. And if <laughs> they not touch you, it's bad. Yes, like, I'm not kidding when I say everything tries to kill you. It's, yeah. But, um, uh, two other things that I feel like would be something fun to add for, like, certain abilities is Chester. Uh, Chester is this little, he's kind of, like, the size of, like, an overgrown pincushion, and he has legs, and he kind of acts like a puppy, and he has his tongue sticking out, but he opens his mouth, and he serves as a chest that basically follows you around everywhere, as long as you're carrying a wand. Okay. He's the cutest fucking thing, and there's a plush that actually is usable that I wanted so bad. But anyways, uh, Chester is a very infamous character, especially with Wilson. Um, so I think that one would be something interesting to maybe add in. And also the uh, Beefalo, I feel like would be a good, like final smash type thing um to the fact of like because beefalo are passive creatures uh unless they're in mating season and then they will attack mm -hmm. you but they're passive creatures that you can also tame and like make a ranch essentially of beefalo like you can there's a lot you could do with them including harvesting their fur for the winter and riding them and all kinds of things so i think like sending like a like a like a horde of beefalo or something for like a final smash would be really cool and like anything with any types of potions or anything like that, being a scientist, like I feel like there's a lot of chances for abilities and stuff here. And it's also one of those franchises, it's not exactly new, but it is timeless. Like the people who know that game, who play that game, still play that game. You can go on Twitch right now and there'll be at least a dozen people playing. Like they, and it's one of those things, like it's, it doesn't really die. It's almost like cult classic level type thing. So I think that would be a pretty interesting one. And you can do a lot of, like, 
rating friendly things with that one because yeah it has that creepy factor but you can easily take it out because the the game makes fun of itself actively right so and it's more of creepy than actually gory or scary unlike the dead by daylight with the trapper one so i feel like there's a lot of untapped potential with this one okay sure so I will agree that I think that there's with game, with characters in games like Don't Starve and like with Minecraft, uh, Terraria, whatever else, any any of these types of games in this particular genre, there are so many different possibilities of what a character could bring to a game like Smash. There's so many different tools. Uh, there's weird things that you can craft, creatures that you can involve. There's a lot that you can do. Uh, I was almost surprised by both how much and how little they use Steve. Uh, where they added him with the Smash. Uh, I didn't expect there to be actually crafting and block building, but then there wasn't anything like uh, the different potion types in there, or him being able to use the bow, or anything magic was all missing, which surprised me. Uh, don't Starve. Again, there's a fuck ton of options. Even if you just look at the science-related stuff, there's a lot of things that you can do. Uh, granted, I don't know what some of these things are, but we have, like, he has, apparently he has a drill that he that can be made. Uh, there's a mad science lab that you can do shit with. Lightning rod, uh, alchemy, divining rods. Even just, even just looking at science shit, there is plenty of things that you can look at. But there's so many other categories. Obviously, there's, like, you know, different fighting uh, weapons and whatnot. There's the creatures with the beefalo and spiders and pigs. Please, no spiders. Uh, but th I, there's just there's a lot of fucking shit. Uh, I, the, I would like to add it's going to be a really easy one to do skins with as yeah. well. With I mean, the different characters and stuff as well. Yeah, they, oh, yeah. that sounds good. They could do... Uh, well, if they do if they do different characters that skins, then you can't do something like a beard growing. That doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean they can't do character skins, but you can't like do both. Because imagine... True. Like, if they... Because... If they added in Willow, you're not gonna have Willow with a beard, or right. Wolfgang, or Wendy. That's true. They're not doing That's that. True. But they could absolutely have okay. some characters be different costumes because they've done it before. Uh, looking at Bowser Jr., who all of his alts are the different Koopalings. Looking at the mm -hmm. Dragon Quest hero, which has uh, the heroes from four, eight, uh, th three, 11. and eleven. Uh, all of their, uh, and then each of them have one alt, and it's just the four of them. They could absolutely do that with some of these different characters. They just have to pick characters that uh, they can make fit the same model and animations as, uh, I forgot his name, Wilson, and still have whatever Wilson. moves they give him make sense. <laughs> like, if they do if they do make him be other characters, then they have to be make him be a little bit more generic in terms of uh, what they pull from the start instead of just going strictly down a science-y route. But right. maybe that's what they would do. That's honestly probably the best way to represent Don't Starve as a game entirely because then it can be both don't starve and don't start together because multiple characters are all in there at one so maybe there's the idea uh as far as my rating though is concerned while west does or not west that's who i that's whose page i currently have pulled up and i was looking for names uh as far as wilson is himself concerned uh while he has potential with what he can do and he can be made interesting again i'm looking at is don't starve a game that Sakurai or Nintendo is going to look at it and be like, let's get a let's get a character from this, and I I don't feel like they will, uh, largely because I don't think it's going to be very high up on the radar, and they'll they might look at it and just go like, well, we already have Steve from Minecraft. Do we need this? 
So I'm just going to okay. say... Uh, where are my notes from before? I was thinking, I have so many tabs open. Uh, I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say 5%. Less than I gave Lux. League of Legends is a bigger name. Don't Starve is more niche. Donna, what do you think? Well, guys, I don't think that I would like to starve because that would mean I was all out of lasagna. And that would be <laughs> truly scarier than any shadow creatures to me. And uh, as for what I think, um, Don't Starve is, um, again, it's niche. It, it comes from uh, you know, this, this survivalist fan, of course. Um, it is one of the earlier indie titles that made it on, onto Nintendo systems. So it does have that, at least that precedent. Um, also being one that's fairly popular on Nintendo platforms. Um, it, it's not to the level of, say, uh, uh, Shantae or Shovel Knight or, or Hollow Knight, but uh, I, I think that it's it's fairly well regarded on, on Nintendo platforms. Um, you're right, though. I mean, I mean, uh, when you, you think of indie being one of those big things that Nintendo needs to, not necessarily needs to, but it's a logical decision, having put Shovel Knight in as a assist trophy, having a Shantae spirit, Shantae music, Shantae costume... For, for me, um, that they would move forward in the next Smash with a with an indie character it seems like a high prospect, as we've discussed before, um, being why we, we gave uh, Shantae a fairly uh, decent rating in, in a couple episodes past. Um, so with that said, I, I still think that Shantae's probably higher rung um, when, they're, when they're thinking along these lines. Um, then again, that's not necessarily a detractor here. It's, uh, Don't Starve as an IP. Uh, as Suji said, it's very Nintendo-friendly. There's nothing wrong there. It's, it's celebrated on the system. Uh, it, it's hard for me to see, uh, Wilson in the game, though, for, for reasons that you had already, uh, tacked, tacked on. I, for, for whatever reason, I don't think when they're looking at these, uh, smaller third-party titles... They uh, they would necessarily say let's go for Don't Start because you you want to go for one with an online community, then you may go for League of Legends or or Overwatch or whatever else. Uh, you go for oh it's the indie route, then you may go for Shantae or something else. Um, so with that said, eight eh, percent. Yeah, you you bring up some of the third party stuff that I wanted that I meant to bring up and I just uh, forgot to do so. The, the trouble with rating third-party characters is one of them, there's so many series and franchises and IPs mm -hmm. out there. And it's... Like, you're thinking about, like, would they yeah. go for this one? Would they go for this or this? Which one of these? If they're going to go for something in this category, what's more likely? It's it's a lot more variable than just looking at characters that were done in-house by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Suji, final thoughts on Wilson. I mean, like I said before, I feel like there's a lot of potential here, and the fact that it already hit kind of has an end with Nintendo does kind of give a little bit of bonus leads. However, um, like Jono was saying, there's there's a lot of other routes, no matter how they want to approach it, there's a lot of other titles that, for popularity's sake alone, would be put on the same tier, if not higher. The only thing that I personally think is, uh, I think um, that the 
fandom for it is being slightly under underestimated here. I I think that the fandom for it would even slightly catch wind of it. I, it it's kind of like how I've discussed before, like, Homestuck people are. You don't really find a lot of Homestuck fans anymore, but man, you mention it around somebody and they become a feral animal. That's basically how Don't Starve is. Plea Entertainment, which is the people that made it, have Oxygen not included now. So that's kind of their main game that they're building off of, um, which is another survival-type game. But it's uh, you basically spawn in the middle of the planet and have to, like, dig around, basically. It's, it's, it's fun, too, but... It's uh, it's another game by them, so their attention's kind of split too. Don't Starve it will always be their baby, and they do keep updates on it very often, which I feel like gives it some bonuses as well, because it means there's still constant attention on it. Um, and like I said, I feel like it's kind of a cult classic like level with the fandom, so I am going to go a little higher than you guys, but I do think, unfortunately, as much as I would love to see it, I do think that the chances would be pretty low. But I'm going to say... Um, I'm actually gonna put it like eighteen percent. Eighteen percent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, don't I wouldn't underestimate that fandom. <laughs> I mean, the fandom doesn't control who gets in. True, but if something is vastly popular and you have people like in an uproar about it, that's gonna draw attention to be like, well, maybe we should, you know. All right. Well, that is going to put uh, Wilson in at ten point three three percent chances. He uh, will just barely... Is, actually, wait a minute. Yeah, he just barely is... Oh, no, yeah, he's in the bottom five now. <laughs> he he, round, he rounds out the bottom five. He's number fifth from the bottom. Aww. Yeah, poor now guy. I'm saving my Cynthia from that fate. Oh. oh, wait a minute. No, I'm wrong. He's number four from the bottom. What is he? I don't know. He's somewhere. I think, yeah, he's number four from the bottom list. Cynthia's no longer in the bottom five. Oh, look at her go. There you go. Okay. <laughs> but this the next character, I think, just might perform a bit better across the board. Uh, from a very oh popular game, from a very popular series, from a game that has exploded in popularity, it's Tom Nook. And one we're going to be talking about at length. Yep. Yeah. Tom Nook of Animal Crossing fame. So, Tom, put the Garfield away. Tom, look. Is that another cat? Enough. <laughs> Tom, look. Uh, once upon a time, I thought was going to be the second Animal Crossing character that would have been added to Smash, and then we got surprised with Isabel, and I was like, "What? Okay." <laughs> Threw me off. But apparently, she was very popular. People responded to her extremely well in uh, a new leaf. But Tom, look is. To me, the face of the Animal Crossing franchise. Yes. And if Animal Crossing is going to get a third character, I feel like it is 100% Tom Nook. Granted, as I just said, I would have said that before we had a second character and that he would have been the second choice. But I was wrong there. But I feel like it has to be Tom Nook if you're doing a third character. Uh, he, he's he's one of the biggest characters in the franchise. There's some others that are up there as well. But he's the one that gives you your house and then makes you pay a loan for it, and then upgrades your house without asking, and then makes you pay a loan for it. It's like, motherfucker. He's the one that sells you shit. He's the one that runs the Nook Island Express whatever the fuck it is in uh, New Horizons. It's been a while since I played the game, so I don't remember exactly what it's called. He gives you the Nookopedia and all that shit. Um, 
But I, what I think is the biggest point in Tom Nook's favor right now, and this is something that just recently came out in Nintendo News, yep. Animal Crossing New Horizon is now the number one selling game in Japan. It oh, sold over 10 million copies in Japan alone. The previous game that held that record was the original Super Mario Brothers at six-something million units. Damn. Not only is that a record, like, not only is that a new record, but it's a record that has stood for a long time, and it was shattered. Mm-hmm. Shattered. I will be extremely surprised if the next Smash game does not get another Animal Crossing character. Mm-hmm. And I feel mm-hmm. like it has to be Tom Nook. Jono. Agreed. Um, we're going to be talking about Animal Crossing in the in the uh, showdown later today, but um, there's a reason why Tom Nook wasn't included because it would be such an easy. It's yes, it's too obvious. Plus, we had him in a previous yeah. Smash our Smash S episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. True. That was a long time ago at this point. Yeah. Holy cow! <laughs> Towards the very beginning. So. Um, yeah, I mean, you you said it. This is this is an easy vote for me. Um, his chances are extremely high. Um, don't want to say too much before we uh, get to our percentages, but things are looking pretty good for him right now. All right, Suji, what do you think about Tom? Now, the one thing I will say here is uh, I, I feel like there is a second contender, depending on how they want to look at it, with, uh, with uh, the Animal Crossing. Uh, is, God, it, no. is it Kelly and Phyllis? <laughs> uh, no, God, no, that's not, that's even, that's classic games. Uh, no, Flick, actually. Uh, Flick is a huge oh, fan oh, favorite. Oh, the bug guy. Yes, he is a huge <laughs> fan favorite, like, massive fan favorite. Uh, and a personal favorite as well. I absolutely adore him, but uh, of he is I've seen only his design. he is only he's he's a he's a awkward goth chameleon who likes bugs. I love him, <laughs> but no, he he's a massive massive fan favorite, and he is also only in the newest game. Yep. So going off of how we were saying, they always try and pick from the newest game. They they already have some Animal Crossing stuff, and the fact of like yes tom nook would be like the poster child type thing and i still think his possibilities are really high but if they want to go for that we should pull from the newest game specifically they might end up going with flick because i do feel like flick has some better options and stuff like that for uh abilities and things that he could do as well but i still think regardless i still think tom nook has a extremely high chance for obvious reasons okay so what I would say about Flick, um, I mean, he's in the newest game. So is Tom Nook. So mm-hmm. there, there's, I don't know that that's much of a factor in his favor. Um, but also, I, I think like the big difference between Flick and some of the other choices are that uh, they do more in the game. Like, I- Isabel is like your mayor's assistant in A New Leaf. She is your go-to for everything. Tom Nook is always the seller of everything. Flick is only there on random days of the week, or if there's a bug tournament going on. I, I I feel like he might be a little bit more restricted in that regards. Uh, as something like an assist trophy, though, I feel like he could have a chance with that. But as a playable character, I think there's a few characters that are above the in my in my, in my opinion, a few characters that are more likely than him. I think he's more likely than 
Wendell. True. All right. Reese and, <laughs> Reese and Cyrus, more likely than them. Yeah. More likely I, than I the Abel see, sisters, probably. I could see Reese and Cyrus having an uh, Ice Climbers type I'm going to put them on the same tier as the Abel <laughs> sisters. Yeah. But, uh, as far as like my final thoughts on Tom Luke, uh, as I've gone, been very clear about, I feel like he is the pick. He, he is the face of the game, of the series, of the franchise. He, if you know anything about Animal Crossing, you know that Tom Luke is a bastard. If you know mm -hmm. only one thing, you know that. A debt to a raccoon for all your life. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like, you know, he, he's got that huge ass recognizability to him. And, if they can give a moveset for the Animal Crossing Villager, they can make a moveset for Isabel. They can make one for Tom Nook. I'm giving yeah. this guy an 85%. Yeah. Mm. Villager surprised okay. me, actually, when they announced it. It was like, yeah, wait, how? He he was what, super... What, he, do it? he was heavily requested for Brawl. People wanted him in Brawl. But Sakurai said, how? And, yeah. and people were just like, Easy. It's very easy to make a move set for villager. Axe, <laughs> slingshot, gyroid, balloon. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> I uh, Tom Nook. I th I think too. I mean, there's there's a there's a large unprecedented area with Animal Crossing that they haven't touched yet with the move set. Just throw them furniture, leave. Just have them yeah. cross a couch on your end. Yes. <laughs> And uh, and and use bad. Let me roll out the carpet for somebody for me to beat yeah. someone's ass on. <laughs> Could yeah, you? He can, he can uh, give you a loan for your final smash. Anyway, <laughs> drop a bag of money. Yep. Yep. Whole bag of bills. <laughs> yep. Now pay it back. Oh, <laughs> instant payout. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm um, dung dung beetle models from from flick aside that i'd like to purchase one day um <laughs> cool guy so um i think that tom nook at this impasse um i'm having trouble thinking of a single character who seems likelier to be a newcomer in smash 6 at this point given Animal Crossing's rise in popularity to such an extreme extent, and knowing that you know he's fairly popular and, and fairly loved in the community, while also being a, a character that Nintendo has pushed for for over twenty years, um, or close to it. I'm not sure when Animal Crossing was released at this point. Uh, it must have been over twenty years. Yeah. So, okay, uh, we, this is an episode of our lowest lows with the trapper and it's going to be an episode of our highest highs because I'm giving Tom Nook a 99. God damn. All right. I mean, I was, I knew I was going high, but I wasn't planning on going that high because <laughs> there's always a chance for Sakurai nonsense to have happen. But like, yeah. if it wasn't for new horizons and especially new Horizons being as popular as it was, I would not mm -hmm. give Tom Nook this high of a chance. I'd probably give him something in the sixties, but not this high. Mm -hmm. But New Horizons Tom fucking Nook exploded. Yeah. And to be fair, yeah. it may have been very well timed with COVID. Because everybody was home. Yes. And everybody yes. wanted to escape from bullshit real world shit. And Animal Crossing was a mm -hmm. very good fit for that. 
it, at least out here, uh, it, the New Horizons released, and a week or two later was shut down. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah, literally. Was... Because it released uh, yeah. March 1st, I believe, and then shut down was like literally a week or two later. Yeah. And all the Switches were yeah. sold out everywhere. I, I pre-ordered it because I've played Animal Crossing obsessively since the first one. And all of a sudden I was like, wait, why do people know about this game? Wait, what's happening? It's really weird to be behind it's... a fandom from the start. And then when it becomes popular, you're like, wait, you're not supposed to know that. It's <laughs> uh, On a similar note, Ring Fit Adventure blew up. Uh, it had similar good mm-hmm. timing, COVID. Hey, everybody is home now. People can't go to the gym. Oh, there's this game that helps you exercise as you play it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, everybody's Ring buying that. Wii again. Yeah, and no, <laughs> nobody could find Ring Fit Adventure anywhere on the stores for a long mm-hmm. while. It just sold like crazy. It was price gouged to hell, man. It was uh, like yeah, it was. On eBay. Like, holy cow. Uh, uh, it I, really, I mean, it puts you through a workout for real. Like, Yeah, I was going to do a, uh, a Let's Play series of it, and then I recorded the night of the first level. I was like, no. I'll make a one-off video, which you can watch now. Uh, I did an hour. I stitched together multiple different sessions to create about an hour and forty-five minutes worth of me getting my ass kicked by Ring Fit oh Adventure. So enjoy God. that. God. I yeah, yes. I. Oh, man. There were a couple times I'm where I was going to fall one. over. <laughs> it did its job. It did. Anyway, Suji, what are your final <laughs> thoughts and rating for Tom Nook? Uh, so yeah, I think this is going to be a very, 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 very likely one too. Um, just because again, pretty much poster child level. Now, the only part of it that has me a little like in between mm-hmm. is, and I'm sure they could, they could, they've surprised me before with move sets, but I, I'm having trouble thinking of it being too awfully different from the Animal Crossing characters that they already have. I'm sure that there's still possibilities, absolutely. They've surprised me before, but I'm having trouble thinking of anything immediately that I think would be worth him being his own character and not a skin, if that makes sense. Well, counterpoint, Fox, Falco, and Wolf. Uh, very good point. <laughs> I mean, we were just talking about the Fire Emblem stuff earlier. Yeah. That, that's... That's why I'm saying. That's what I'm going to say. It's it's not docking it by a lot. I'm just saying. The, like, di- but then the difference between the Fireman characters and the Star Fox characters is that Crom and Lucina are officially considered Echoes or clone fighters. Uh, Falcon Wolf are semi are considered more semi clones. It's like they have yeah. like their specials are very similar, but their actual uh, neutrals and aerials they're all very different. Right, uh, right. Like I, I I've I've thought about as that as well with Top Look, but like I feel like they can. I feel like they're going to have something to do with balloons. I think all Animal Crossing characters are going to have that. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets some different way to use a gyro. And I think he'll get pocket. I think any Animal Crossing character we get, they're all going to get pocket. I, I actually disagree with the balloon thing. Because there's not very often that he gets associated with that. I think they're going to do a lot of things with bags of bells. Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking about earlier like throwing furniture. And that kind of gave me the idea. So in Animal Crossing, and whenever you're handed any type of furniture, it's a leaf. Yeah. And you set it down, it literally poofs in yep. classic Japanese fashion into whatever the furniture is. And so, uh, <laughs> they, uh, I kind of thought maybe for like a certain like heavier attack or something, uh, he could look, throw a leaf and then once it reaches a target, it turns into something heavier essentially. Like it turns into a different piece of furniture or something. Similar like that. to Villager's uh, Side Smash, where he drops a bowling ball on their heads. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Just a little more flair to it, pretty much, yeah. type thing. But, 
yeah, like the there's there's definitely like possibilities there, but I think they're gonna focus more on the furniture and definitely the the bells versus doing anything. Like if anything, he's gonna be closer, I think, to Isabel than than Villager because he doesn't he's never associated with the balloons. He's never associated with the the weapons or the the tools or anything like that. It, it, he's that's his main association association is uh i mean they could even do something with like the diy cards or stuff like that like his that's his association especially in in the newest game mm -hmm. so uh i see him doing them doing more stuff with that but regardless um i'm going to stick him actually at uh go 92 92 percent all right well that is going to average us out to our number one most highly rated character thus far on the podcast, beating out the previous champion, Alf, from Pikmin 3, who had a 80% chance. Tom Nook has 92. What? It, it came out to 92%. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, that is directly in the middle between 99 and 85. So there you go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, that is 20 characters that we've done this for so far, and holy shit, that took up the majority of the podcast. So hopefully this next section, we can kind of go a little bit faster through, because I kind of feel like these characters that we'll be discussing next won't be as deep a dive as we typically have in a Smash Dash, because it's kind of more difficult to do that. So, we are going into our Smasher Dash now, and we did one of these last year where instead of doing a typical 1v1 and having two matches with us, we did a full-on battle royale of four characters. And that is what we're doing today with our Animal Crossing characters. Because, yes, we are doing four Animal Crossing characters for today's Smasher Dash. And that's part of why we decided to have not have... We tried to put Tom Nook into a rate of chances to have a little bit of Animal Crossing there. And he was actually pre-featured in our very first Smash Dash episode where he was put up against the Octoling from Splatoon where he lost. But... Isn't that... Funny how well, I mean, Smash Dashes are less about what we think is likely and more about what we actually yeah, want. Also true. And we both Real like Splatoon. Yep. Alright, so the four characters that we decided to go ahead and discuss for this uh, or, uh, Animal Crossing Battle Royale, we got here four popular contenders, those being K.K. Slider, Blathers, Crazy Red, and Mr. Rossetti. Uh, we'll be talking mm -hmm. about all four of these characters... Probably not super in depth because honestly, there's not a lot to talk about. It's not like any of them have exclusive abilities that like magic and science and weird shit. One of them runs a museum, one of them sells Probably fake artwork, weird. one is a musician, and one gets angry when you reset your game. That's the core of each of these characters. So uh, let's discuss them a little bit here and then pick two each that we would put into Smash if we had the choice. So I'm going to throw it to Suji first. Suji, what do you think about these characters and who, and uh, any fighting game potential they might have? Actually, gonna ask if I could do my my bit first because I I got opinions here. <laughs> oh, I figured you would. So first and foremost, and I'm gonna go ahead and and literally pick one right off the bat. Like I'm well, not. Hold, even hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold uh, on. We don't we don't we don't want to reveal like what our picks are until we're at the end of it because you know it, build up to the moment. Fair, fair. All right. Well, because so each of these characters has potential. I, I, I will say I'm kind of surprised that uh, Celeste is not here, 
Um, Celeste is, is very popular at, at The Current as well, and she deals with um, uh, the stars and stuff like that. So there could be a lot of, like, asteroids and meteors and, like, star-type abilities and stuff. So I'm actually kind of surprised to not see that. Um, but... We only had um, four slots. Right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and Celeste is also, I think, sister to Blathers? Mm-hmm, yep. Um, the younger sister. So Blathers, I feel like, would have a lot of things to do with the general museum items. I feel like there could be... He's terrified of bugs, despite being an owl. Yes, don't question it. And despite he's, putting bugs in his museum. It, correct. Uh, yes, and, like... Every time you give him something, he'll ask if you want more information on it, and he'll give you like a random blip fact about whatever you gave him. Mm-hmm. If it's a bug, he'll he'll literally under his breath be like, "Please say no." And then whenever you say it, he he's like, "Oh, okay, sure." And he's like, "Oh God!" Like he hates every second of it. So I feel like they could do something kind of fun with that too. I'm not sure what, but I feel like there's potential there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a lot of things having to do with the the fossils, even and things like that. I think it could be interesting as well. Um, what will be really funny is, uh, so he's an owl, so whenever you go to see him during the day, he's asleep. He's standing in the museum still, but he's asleep. Yep. So it'd be kind of cool if he had something that, like, he could sleep for, like, or try to sleep for X amount of time, depending on how much sleep he gets, he restores, like, HP or something. would be kind of interesting. Um, but he, I feel like he has a, a decent check of potential to him. Uh, Red's kind of, Red kind of throws me off a, a little bit, because he's, he's a... A totally genuine art dealer in heavy quotations. Um, so I feel like a lot of it would it would have to do heavy, with heavy quotations art. around genuine art or dealer. Yes, hmm. all of it actually. Like 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 actually thoroughly. There's not much that's genuine. I don't know if you could really consider it art. And he's not really a very good dealer of either. So all of it. <laughs> but uh, I, I his would be a little bit more confusing to me because I feel like a lot of it would be like throwing like the art pieces type thing like I, I couldn't really piece a whole lot together with it because a lot of his is kind of bard level to where it's a lot of talking and like uh, you know the little underhanded things like oh yeah you can do this raffle thing I promise you'll get something cool and it's just like a balloon or something that you paid like tw- 10 times the price for and stuff like that mm. and so his I think would be a little bit more harder to imagine um KK KK is very much another another face too. I absolutely love KK. He was my absolute favorite in the first game. Um, but he's very chill and very laid back. So I I'm I feel like I feel like that would be interesting because he wouldn't be like a like a gung ho fighter. It would just kind of be like I it would be funny if he was like constantly playing his guitar. Like, no matter what he was doing, he was like playing his guitar the whole time would be really interesting. Obviously, like Uh, Like, a guitar smash, I feel like, is too obvious, honestly. (laughs) And I also don't think he would do that to his guitar. So, his would be a little bit harder, but I think I could see the potential there in it being a little different. Rossetti could literally just be picked up and placed in the game at this point. I feel like he literally comes with a weapon. He just wants to fight all the time. There's a small thing in the the recent game, because there's autosaves and stuff now, so he's not as important. But he does show up at the roost once you get it in uh, in the newest game, and he'll kind of just have a cup of coffee. And as the games go on, he he literally talks about his anger issues. 
and he's like, it's fine. I'm just, I'm going to chill out and relax. And then he has a hair trigger and like goes off. So I feel like that would be really fun to, to integrate as well. And he, he literally comes with a weapon. So like, I feel like his has like the most potential maybe. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my two cents, I guess, on each of them. I think they all have a little bit of potential. I, I absolutely agree that they all have some potential. It varies between the, the four of them, uh, and especially when you're trying to think about what they all could do. But I think you can make something for all of them. Uh, go, going kind of like the same order you did on these, Blathers, uh, for, first of all, like, having an owl as a fire would just be a really cool the idea. We wanted Decidueye in the Rebusen game, but we got Incineroar instead, which was a big, <laughs> big disappointment. But uh, Still is. That's another day, I guess. But I think Blathers could be pretty fun. Uh, like just delve heavily into the museum aspect. He can do. He can, I don't know if he'd necessarily be throwing fossils around or other exhibits, but um, I definitely like the. I have a final smash idea for him. Somebody brings him a bug, and it gets released, mm -hmm. and he panics, and he sh and now it's like I'm imagining it's kind of like like it'd be like a swarm of bees or something. That's kind of what I'm imagining here. They all just get released, and he just flips the fuck out, and he—it's a cinematic cutscene. He just runs away, but then the bees attack whoever was trapped in the cutscene. They just get stung all the hell, and Blaz is just like terrified, running away from the whole thing. And that's just it. That's his final smash. He's not really—I can't really see him doing something that would be fighting. The only other thing I can really envision that it would be for him is dropping a fossil on somebody, like a complete completed. Mm -hmm gigantic T-Rex fossil and just falls from the sky and swashes them. That's the only thing I have in mind for his final smash. But I think, like, le lean into him being scared of bugs, lean into the different types of exhibits that he can have. Uh, I remember that there's there's fossils, there's bugs, there's fish, there's art. I don't remember if they've added anything else in New Horizons that you can put in the museum. But there, there's plenty that they can kind of pull from there. Uh, Red... You mentioned with Red that you weren't really sure what they could do with him besides just throw art. Mm -hmm. Well, here's here's a thought that I have. Red is he he's a con man. He's a fraud. He has a fake artwork that he mixes in with real artwork and tries to sell it to you. So who's to say that Red wouldn't see some of the other things that other characters in Smash can do, and wouldn't you know come up with his own versions of some of his attacks? His his. His, cool. his fraud attacks, you could call them. So They're maybe like he's weaker, or have a backlash or something. Like there's something like like it's similar, but you can tell it's like that ain't right. Like he mm -hmm. could have like for whatever reason he has Fox's blaster, but it doesn't quite work the exact same. Or it looks just slightly wrong. Maybe it fire. Maybe it looks like Fox's blaster, but it acts more. But it, it the blast looks more like Wolf's blaster blast. And maybe it carries with it some kind of a weird poison effect or something. Just to really keen the fact that, like, that ain't quite right. It's similar, <laughs> but something's not right here. And I can't quite put my finger on what it is. Maybe he could like pull that. out a bow that one of the other characters uses, like Pit or Dark Pit. But it's colored differently, and the arrow flies a little bit differently. Uh, there, there are characters in fighting games that are known to be, um, like, mimic kind of characters. Like... Mokujin from Tekken, or uh, Charade, Edgemaster from Soul Calibur, where every time you load into the match with them, 
they take a different character's moveset randomly selected and they just fight like that character. They have all of their moves. They could do something similar with Red where every time you launch a game with him, he has different moves based off of other characters, but they're just slightly wrong. So they, there's like some that. odd potential that you can do with Red. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's he, good. He is... He's a trickster. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. Uh, K.K. Slider... Uh, yeah, obviously he's going to be using music to fight. I mean, come on. Strum, the, strum on his guitar and you have some musical notes pop out to hit people. It's blasting attacks that way. We don't have a character that uses music or any kind of rhythm yet in Smash Shield. It's very strange considering that they have Rhythm Heaven as one of their big sellers during the Wii and Wii U years. The fuck's that all about? He could easily <laughs> fit that kind of mode, uh, letting him use music and rhythm into his attacks. And Yes, hitting somebody with his guitar, because you've got to have that. Whether it's an overhead chop or just like a big old baseball bat-like swing. Come on. Mr. Rossetti is my spirit Animal Crossing character. Honestly, I see that. I mean... The resemblance is uncanny. Come on now. <laughs> uh, he's the angry one. Like, even though you're like, you know, he can be chill. I can be chill. But then there's those certain things... That you say them or you bring them up and it's like, all right, fuck it. Now I got a rant. You guys have, you've, you've started something and now we're going to fucking finish it. And you're all going <laughs> to shut up while I go over it. And I'm not going to let you convince me otherwise. We got that going for us. Uh, but Rossetti, I was thinking about this early, like something that, something, something that could be unique about Rossetti. Um, so in original Animal Crossing, he is kind of like Diglett. We just see him pop out of the ground. We don't see his feet or anything like that. And then in one of the later games, I'm not sure if it was City Folk or New Leaf or whatever it was, all of a sudden we see him walking around now and he has feet and it was weird and awkward and I still don't know how I feel about it. It was New Leaf, but yeah. It's, it was unsettling at first. Uh, and, right. you know, you'd think like, okay, well now he could walk around and he can run and fight and smash. But then I thought about this morning, it's like, no, no. No, fuck that. He's not going to run around and smash. He's still going to be in the ground. So my 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 vision for Mr. Rossetti and Smash is when you're on a platform, you know, you still see him half buried in the ground. His feet aren't going to stick below the platform, obviously, because that would be really weird and awkward looking. He'd just be there. And it's like when he runs, you see him, like, dig around with his hole. He's just going forwards with that. But when he jumps... He just pops out of the hole and now you can see his feet and he can still attack and do aerials and everything like that. In fact, his up special could just him be essentially like doing a super launch being shut up out of the hole. Uh, kind of similar to how characters like Bowser Jr. will just like a gigantic launching jump based attack up into the air. What, what other moves he would have, strictly speaking, I don't know. I feel like one of them has to be him shouting just like a big old text bubble appears that damages people. Kind of like what people uh, pitch for Phoenix Wright shouting, objection. But oh, I, yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like that's the way to go with Rossetti. Like let him be in the ground most of the time, and he just he can do his attacks that way. But then he can just also just jump just normally, and now he's jumped out of his hole. Once he lands back on the platform, he's in a hole again. Mm-hmm. Really cool. I like that a lot. John. Hey guys, I heard you mentioned Animal Crossing. The only animal I've crossed lately is Odie. He sure can be a handful, especially when I'm just trying to eat my lasagna. Uh, well, all that to say, wow, Zantok, you really 
put in a hard workout on Select Start Gaming with RinFit Adventure. We had a good hoot looking at that. <laughs> looking at that. While you guys were talking. And uh, I think I'll, fi I'll find Jono for you right now. Right, have a good, Please have do. A good Jono day. speaks faster than Garfield. <laughs> the Garfield looks hey, like three times as slow. No. Okay. 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 Going around the table. Going around the table here. Um I like the the crazy red thing a lot. That that changes. I mean because the character otherwise, I mean he felt he felt kind of like the fourth wheel here. Um but then we're we're talking it through. It's like holy cow. He, he can be um yeah, the the charade of of Smash very convincingly selling his fake art because otherwise that my my only I, alternative ideas would have been something along the lines of um having the art come to life having a having a painting uh that that wakes up and and licks you or something um so that's uh that's a that's a good precipice here um blather seems to be kind of the character that is un underdeveloped most between our between our discussion so far so kind of focusing on him a, a little bit um this could be a character that can adopt um the living artwork motif have a have him drop a sculpture and that can actually smack you around or something or, or or break apart and fall on you similar to villager's tree um coming in on a uh final smash alternative come in on a on a sentient t-rex fossil that just wrecks shit on the stage and walks around um bring in a swordfish somehow like he, he a forward tilt where he stabs you with it <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's um, so on and so forth. So, so there is there is potential there. Um, that it, it's such a such a bizarre character choice being a museum curator that it's difficult. You have to incorporate bugs. Is all I know at this mm -hmm. output, um, yeah. and not just in a taunt or a victory pose. It has to be in the move set yeah. somewhere. Um, so he's the character. I mean, as we as we think about it, um, giving him his nod. There, there are so many elements of collecting an Animal Crossing that he remains the focal point of bringing it to him to develop the museum. So anything in the museum is fair game. Um, the museum also being a cool backdrop in Animal Crossing. I'd like to see that as a stage, like maybe maybe the next stage. Um, or the roost. Um, besides that, uh, hopping over to who KK Slider... Um, an idea that I had dur during Suji and, and your discussions, uh, Lister, were um, there's a lot of KK Slider songs um, that were written that are that are intended for dance, like uh, KK what salsa, KK waltz, KK tango. So another thing we can do, um, being that KK Slider is kind of like this 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 pep cat character. He's a, he's a cool uh, you know jazz kind of dude. You you bring him in and you and you give him little subtle dance moves where you can toss the characters around um performing performing a salsa twist or, or performing moves based off of his songs with. yeah 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 and then um and, and go further i mean he's a he's a guitarist surely but i mean his compositions they i mean they incorporate uh hand drums they incorporate flutes and his beautiful beautiful singing voice of course um so why not incorporate some of the other 
instruments that you hear in his songs as well, which can open it up quite a bit. So instead of, you know, you have to have the guitar strums, like that could be a very convincing standard special. It could be in the KK concert, Final Smash, uh, but have him have him beat on a bongo, have him uh, play play a pan flute because you have a character uh, like Marshall, who we've done previously from Rhythm Heaven uh, for a Smashtopia episode, um, who is a rhythm based character. But what you're not getting at with a character from Rhythm Heaven is leaning into the musical aspect um, of which there's very other few other characters that you can really get into. I mean, who would, who would it be someone from Guitar Hero at this point? I mean, <laughs> holy cow. I, I mean, it could be. It could be. It could be Eddie Riggs. Um, but as far as as far as far in-house characters go for, for, for Nintendo, um, you know, have him, have him do DJ KK with a turntable somewhere in there. That would be pretty entertaining. So um, so there's room for that. Um, Rossetti. I mean, I came in here not having the greatest expectations because you look at him okay um he has a pickaxe and he's angry but then you lean into him being angry have him pop out of the the hole out of pure rage um and i love the idea of, of him being mostly inside of his encampment instead of running around uh not only because his legs are bizarre and make me feel unsettled and sad but <laughs> also uh because it, it's it's something that we've seen in Smash Down before, where we, we take a character's expectations, like Bowser Jr., and we turn them on their head. You think that he's going to come in as a as a paintbrush wielding warrior child, and then he's suddenly in the Koopa clown car with all the other Koopalings. And um, although that dashed our expectations for the character, it's also something where we're looking back, we're like, wow, I can't believe we did that. That's actually pretty cool, uh, like really cool. Uh, whether Bowser Jr. is a good character and Ultimate is a whole thing altogether. Um, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> the the angry speech bubble is great. I mean, that could be a fun, an easy final smash too. Just have him go off on the characters. Maybe you can have something where, uh, like Snake's Codex, for instance, where he, he is going off on the specific characters that you're fighting against on the screen. Speech bubbles just flying everywhere, and anyone hit by them are are of course going to be damaged and and bumped around um that's really that's really fun that's a novel idea um so goes my initial thoughts all right well um before we give our choices for these is because i kind of feel like animal crossing characters are fairly simplistic so i don't feel like there's a super deep dive we need to do with these four characters but before we go mm -hmm. into our selections, is there anything that anybody wants to say in particular about these characters that hasn't been said yet? One is a dog. One is a fox. I, one is an I, owl. And one is a mole. I will say, I had a small like side idea to, to Blathers, how you were saying that one... Um, I think Zantaki were saying uh, the idea of like that final smash being like him freaking out about a bug. Uh, that could also be uh, something where they bring Flick in as like a background character. Like he shows up and like like drops a bug or like just has one sitting on him or like opens the case to like try and show him or something and like he f that's what triggers his freak out because that also puts another face in, like a popular face yeah. in. So yeah, I just kind of had that little little blip of an idea. 
Yeah, yeah. That, that could make sense. Uh, have, have Flick be like he's trying to either donate the bugs to the museum or trying to sh- or show the bugs and be like, hey, see, he's not that bad. It's like how people try to be like, hey, spiders aren't that bad. Can you come touch the spiders? It's like, no. Oh. <laughs> no. Go fuck yourself, sir. I'm not which, touching your spider. Which which does <laughs> also remind me, uh, on, on, on similar note, uh, I know this is past Tarantula had, Island. You, there's a lot of them you could. Oh god, Tarantula Island's awful. Uh, there's a lot of them that you could kind of kind of do stuff like that with too. Uh, like uh, Tom Nook with uh, Timmy and Tommy, mm-hmm. like for a Final Smash type thing. Like there's a lot of. I mean, they they appear in, in Villager's Final Smash. They build his house. True. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, like there there's a lot of potential of, to have like background characters or something like. Honestly, like whatever KK's final smash would be, I could see them putting in like a handful of like the most popular villagers, just like mm-hmm. cheering in the background or something, well, watching while the he's concert. doing whatever. Exactly, yeah. Because mm-hmm. at least in the newest game, that's how you know when KK is there because there's yeah. all the stools out and everybody sits on the stools. Like there's enough for all the villagers and everybody sits there like periodically, and he just plays all day. And uh, so having something like that where it's, like, just a handful of the most popular villagers, they'd have Shido back there and Marshall and uh, Goldie and, you know, all of that they would have sitting back there, like, cheering or something like that. There's a lot of potential with Animal Crossing in general to, to bring up, like, extra faces oh, yeah. Yeah. to appease the masses. <laughs> One other thought that I had, too, that may just change everything. An up special for Blathers could be getting that spinning soft-shelled t- sea turtle and grabbing onto it and spinning into the air. I have no idea what you're oh. talking about. It would be fun. It, that would be, actually. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. Okay. I saw it on Reddit just now when I looked at Blathers' moveset concept. They can't credit the user because they deleted their account, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's just say it's my idea and move on. <laughs> sure, sure. All right, so at this point, does everybody feel like they can say two characters out of these four that they add to Smash? Yeah. Okay. Then we're going to go around. We're going to say our two characters, and we'll see how it shakes out. Jono, you first. Mr. Rossetti and K.K. Slider. Suji. I I will say going into this, uh, I had no hope in Red, uh, but that concept is really fucking good. Um, That being said, however, for popularity's sake and everything, too, I'm actually going to go Blathers and K.K. Okay. So here's the interesting thing at this point. The reason why I had you go second is because Jono said what I was going to say. <laughs> and that was KK okay. Slider and Mr. Rossetti. So you said KK and Blathers. <clears throat> so KK is in. He's in. Yes. Yep. But now we can kind of have a mini debate, if we desire, on Rossetti versus Blathers. Rossetti was a very close for me with with Blathers, but Blathers is one of those like not quite poster child, but he is like a a fan favorite. Period. Mm-hmm. Rossetti, we talked about before of um, them wanting to bring stuff in from the newer games. Rossetti can appear in the Roost, but unless you've played the classic 
Animal Crossing, like the first and second one, really, mm-hmm. are about the only ones he majorly had in, then you don't really know who he is without researching it. So I think the concept would be really cool. But that's why I said popularity's sake. Uh, Blathers has been popular from the very beginning. And there's also a lot of potential with his movesets and stuff, too. While I really would love to see Rossetti, and I think there's a lot of potential there, well, you, I think... Keep, in, keep in mind here, keep in mind, this is not likelihood. Right, This is right, what right. you want. Right, right. I, 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 like I said, I, I still think there's, like, more to Blathers. Like, I, I, I like the ideas that we had mm-hmm. with Rossetti and everything, too. But the idea of him, like, freaking out with the bugs and, like, having the different, like, there's so many, I mean, you have art, fossils, fish, and bugs to work with. Plus, if you really wanted to, you could probably do something with the roost since the roost is in the museum in the newest game. Like, I feel like there's more potential for different things that they could do to make it a more unique moveset. Uh, for them, for him in particular, than they would for Rossetti. Not saying Rossetti wouldn't be amazing because I'd be happy either way, but mm-hmm. I feel but, like there's, but there's more stuff up. There's there's more actual material to pull from as opposed to yeah. angry guy gets angry. Right. Yeah. Fair like, enough. Dig Digpole is angry. Has has pickaxe. All amazing, but also and would make a skill set, but doesn't give you options for skill sets. It's basically this is pretty much what it is. Blathers is like. It could be this, or we could do this, or we could do this. Like, there's more to it. Fair enough. In my opinion. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think both of them are would be great additions. Um, it's a shame that we can only have one of them, but that's the nature of the game. Uh, but wow, this would be fun to have for all those museum stuff. Rossetti, just the the fact that he's a literal ang- a little rage machine in the teeny little <laughs> body. It's just extremely amusing to me uh he's got that pickaxe he's got the whole underground thing going on <sighs> i i feel like for me he's like it comes out to like who who i think would be funnier like not not really like funnier than like jokes but like who would make me smile more mm-hmm. and that's for steady sure both really strong arguments. Um, really, Suji coming in hot with the uh, with. I mean, it, it's frankly true um, that Blathers has more to pull from just from the museum alone. Uh, Rossetti has a very um, focused identity. You're going to get him in that unvarnished rage form. It would be funny if he came in with with mechanics like tough guy or something where he. Where you have to get him over a certain percentage, and then, and then the rage mechanic as well, where you get him over a hundred percent, he deals out more damage. Seems He's natural. Pissed for him. off. Um, exactly. Um, to say too, though, but I, I think that there's there's something to be said though for for a character who is more focused, who who has a central point to go from, because although you can't pull a variety of of things into the moves, having having a concentrated form. Uh, isn't so bad either. Some of the some of the most uh, beloved characters in Smash have very centralized move steps, like uh, Mark, for instance. Um, so it's dif- it's difficult to say. We get be- and, and then again to that point too. Um, I tend to veer towards characters who do have variety in, in their in their move set pool, who are a little more offbeat. And in that sense, Blathers would be more of the traditional pick for me to my taste. Uh, thinking about it, um, 
and there is a whole lot you could do with him. Um, I think that the issue with the conversation here, why, why I was leading Rossetti, um, at least initially, is because Rossetti is more of a focus concept with, uh, within the construct of this discussion, it's a lot easier to see what he would do versus workshopping Blathers. Like, Blathers is practically a Smashtopia episode waiting to happen. Um, there, there's so much potential and so little mental space right now to be able to think of it within a two, two, two and a half hour construct. Um, at, so difficult to say so, so, hmm, it's, it's a toughie. I mean, this is whatever decision I come to, it's, it's really going to be 51-49 because they're both evenly matched for separate reasons as far as my bias towards these characters now goes. Um... I mean, yeah. Again, you, you take into like can, into consideration likelihood and and recognizability. Of course, would be Blathers. Um, Smasher Dash being a, a little bit of a different beast. So, disregarding that, um, shoot, it's very difficult to say. But looking at the list here of like previous characters that have come about this the Smasher Dash season for Supercast Brothers. Uh, your Gino and your Amaterasu and beautiful Joe and Dante blah 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 blah. Um, I Garfield, what do you think? No, it's good. Um <laughs> <laughs> just, ah, God, this is so difficult. Well, um, let me put it this way. I think you're going to have to make a decision because I yeah. think Suji and I are both sticking to our guns here. <laughs> yeah, I think you are. It, it, it's very difficult. It's very difficult, but I want to see where further thought takes this character, so I'm switching my vote to Blathers. I thought you would. I thought you would. I had a feeling mm -hmm. from the very beginning. <laughs> I mean, Suji made some really great points about Blathers, and yeah, I can't deny them. I just, he's my spirit Animal Crossing character, so what can I say now, about that? To be to yeah. be fair, going in, just when you sent me the image alone, I was like explaining it, I was like, well, fucking Rossetti, duh. But like, at, at the same time, like, there's, like I said, there's just more possibilities with other characters and stuff like that. Like, KK was really easy for me just because there's not anything like any of that. There's not a character yeah. that would like have that chillaxed like nature the whole time, fight with music, have that kind of mage type ability, have like the crowd in the background that would give a lot of face flame pleasing to to uh, you know players and fans and stuff like that. And so I, I feel like KK was super easy. Red was very close for me after your point of like the the kind of stealing stuff because that's that's fucking that's brilliant honestly like. I, I I was very close to changing to him because he was like my least on the list originally, and yeah, as we as we talked a little bit more, stuff kind of got flipped around. I'm like I I feel like Blathers would would like I said more potential anyways, but I feel like he would also bode a little bit better like if he did get added just for popularity's sake as well. So, all right, sure. well, that is the end of another. Uh, 
Smash it episode. episode. We we may have to workshop how we do our breather chances stuff due to the time, but we'll see how things go for the next few. Because you know it's it's still a new idea. But next season of it, I think. Yeah. But uh, next time on Supercast Brothers, uh, obviously you know how the cycle goes. We'll follow Smash Dash, a non-topic episode, and this one's gonna be. A little bit odd. Uh, this one was talked about as a possibility at some point last season when we had Curb Walker on as a guest, uh, good friend Zach, and he was just like he he mentioned the idea. I was like, what if they were Harry Potter or Hogwarts house for the Smash Brothers characters? And so we decided, you know what? It's a good question. What, what if? if? They were? Yep. So we'll be discussing that next time uh, with Curb Walker coming back on as a guest. So, look forward to that. Uh, in the meantime, hey, Suji, do you have anything you want to say to the viewers before you leave forever? For Oh, forever? Is that a threat? <laughs> Bitch, it might be. You live, you live very close to me. I, I think do. that might be a threat. I'm scared. <laughs> uh, I don't know uh, what I'm talking about, but all right. <laughs> we, we, gotta, we gotta fight. Let's go. <laughs> um... I mean, thanks for having me back. It was really fun last time and this time. I, I have a blast talking about this type yeah. of stuff. So it's it's always nice to to, to be back. Um, also, if anybody wants to find me, I'm Suji Fuji or Suji X Fuji on literally everything. I don't really stream much anymore, but I post my podcast. Except for League, stuff, where you're so. Spoopy Fish. I, that's true. I am Spoopy Fish with three O's on League. Everything else is Suji Fuji or Suji X Fuji. Literally anywhere. I, I'm on every media platform at this point. So, but yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for have, being on. It was Thanks a for great having time, me. everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> then maybe next time we'll force you to make a character with us. See oh, how gosh. that goes. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> all right. But with that, we're closing out on another episode. See you all next time.